Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Product. Comedy Hits Channel 99. Also known as High Heat, because we're in the High Heat uh, studios today. Uh, Our studio is out of order for the second day in a row. Apparently somebody was banging a board, you know what I mean? Just up there fucking a board, and it's out. Uh, Fez Watley... Just riding high, feeling prime, like this is going to be absolutely fantastic for the first time ever. He and I are sitting um, shoulder to shoulder as if uh, we're on a roller coaster ride together. I'm going to have to ask the people down in the studio to jump on those phones and make a move for me. Make a move. If you can hear us, or if we sound weird, or if you just want to check in and see... How our phones uh, work. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't know when we're going to be back in our new studio, our our old studios. But Fez Watley, there is something about you that when you do something as small as change a studio, you had a total breakdown this morning. Yeah, I don't handle change well. and I'm going to leave the room for just a couple of minutes. I would rather you didn't. Why because I am just on the edge of my seat. I'm going to be back today. in just a couple of minutes. Here's the thing: this is an emergency has come up. I want to go to go get a hot dog or a slice. Or you know what? Maybe I bang bang this thing. I grab a hot dog, let it digest a little bit, have a smoke, then go grab a slice for myself. Um, but uh, I don't know why it throws you off. Because to me, 
This is the exact opposite of pressure because nobody expects you to do anything once the you know once everything's been changed. I'm gonna be right back. Since you're not talking to me, I'm gonna give you a chance to. I feel like I'm stepping on you, so I'm gonna leave the. No, room. you're not. I'm gonna leave high heat. Do you know what today is, by the way, Fez? No, I don't. I mean, the fact that we're sitting in here in this baseball uh, studio and today. Down in Tampa Bay, Yankees-Phillies, first televised game of the new season, spring. We beat winter, spring is here, it's all happening. Uh, Here's uh, Lou, Lou in New Jersey. Hey, Ronnie B, million bucks. Okay, we don't have Lou or we do? No, um, can you hear me? Are the phones up, Shelby? He's not answering, and he looks Ronnie. as nervous as you. Chris Ronnie. told me he had them. Are the they, phones, the phones up? are up. Well, I'm hitting it right now. Lou. Ronnie, can you hear me? All right, see that right there? That's hit on, so it should be. Let me check the board. My first love. This is all stuck in my head, that fucking crazy endless love thing. Because I was stupid enough to watch that viral video going around from the Jimmy Fallon show. I'm going to try Lou again. If you can, by the way, wherever you are, give us a call and see if you can hear us properly. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Lou, do we got you? Yeah, you got me, Ronnie. million bucks. Can you hear me? Yeah. Come on over Uh, here, uh, Fez, instead of sitting over there. Uh, What exactly happened? Fez, Uh, I just want to... Why is... I, I'm going to point this out. Why is North American Scum still playing? It's not playing on my end. It's being played through our booth. Why is the booth still playing it? Thank guys. Radio. Uh, go ahead, uh, Lil. We can hear you, buddy. Okay. Says one year ago, you invented a word that had changed all the listeners. I use this word every day, telling people to shut their cake horn. So thank you for inventing that word. That was a year ago? That was one year ago today, my friend. I would have sworn it was last week. We should have opened the uh, show with the Cakehorn song. Uh, Matt, Winchester Cathedral, what do you got, buddy? Hello? Yeah. Oh, hey, Ron, sorry. It was all silent. I just want to wish everybody a happy Cakehorn day. Cakehorn seems to be known by everybody but you, Fez, and this is your day. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Ryan. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I just want to make sure the uh, phones are working. I want to know where the party's at tonight. Um, well, it looks like uh, the party is... It's actually a surprise party being put together that we'll probably tell you about by the end of the show. But uh-huh. um, but it should be uh, perfect. Uh, personally, I think we sound better in this room than we do in our studio. Uh, here's Ted. Ted, you're on the. You gotta jump in. It's just me and you today, buddy. Yeah. Two pals. Uh, Ted. Ted in Middletown. Million bucks, boys. Million bucks. Listen, I got a question. I've been dying to get answered. Yeah. Is it strange that I sit down and pee all the time? You know what? All you women do it, Ted. There's. Hey, no hey, reason. hey. What? It's not Fez Marie. It's Ted. Wait a minute. Are you saying that you sit down and pee? Even though you don't have a cunny? Yes, that's correct. 
Then you know what I would call you, my friend? Lazy. And a uh, guy who wants to I, splash back in his asshole, which personally I don't think is the best thing you could be doing. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Joe, hey, Joe, what's happening, pal? Hey, buddy. Yeah. Just wanted to wish you all a happy one-year anniversary of Fez St. Kekon. One-year anniversary of Fez St. Kekon. It went so fast. Woo! It went so fast. Isn't it, Fezzy? Yep. Uh, here is Kyle. Kyle in Boston. Hey, Kyle. Hey, buddy. I just want to say the uh, the mics sound like the old XM days. I'm kind of getting a, a classic vibe today. I'm digging it. Now, what is the difference in sound between the old XM and the new Sirius XM? I, so it's a little bit of a deeper sound, um, almost a little muffled, but it's, it's definitely you. a noticeable difference. Thank you very much. Thank you. I can hear a little feedback, a little crackling, too. I think it makes me sound like high heat, uh, but it seems like it's only been a year, doesn't it, Fuzzy? Yeah. And that's how long it has been. A year. So it's right on time, really. It really is. Give us a call anywhere in the country, and we'll see how the phones are working today. We're not in our regular studios. Uh, we're over in high heat, uh, the Major League Baseball studios, Chris Russo's studio, uh, and there's some TV cameras set up here. And I guess we're on Major League Baseball Network today. I guess that's exactly what is happening. Um, here's Kurt. Kurt in Texas. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good, thanks. Cool. Hey, I wanted to get some advice from Fez. I'm driving from Houston down to Galveston, and I want to know if I should take 45 or 146. What would be fastest? Uh, take uh, take uh, uh, 45. 45. On it. That's it. A little more scenic. Take them. Take them. It's 45. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's David. David in Tennessee. How you doing, David? Hey, Ronnie. So glad you guys are live today. To me, it sounds uh, like the tone of a replay or a best of. Now, what is the difference in that tone? Because my producers tell me... Everything always sounds great because they know I don't like to go back and listen to things. It, it's just a little deeper and uh, particularly not so much the replay that you guys have, but but a, but a best of. You can just always tell that it's not live. Somehow it's just a little bit of a different sound. And that's what this sounds like to me. Just a, a, a more monotone, more deeper sound. A more monotone, more monotone sound. So when Fez t- said, take the 45, it sounded like, take the 45. Just take the 45. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Kevin. Kevin in Rhode Island. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Ron, you sound like a million bucks. You know hey, what? I'm feeling to... like a million bucks today, Fez. How, mon- how, how do you feel? Um, a little bit less, probably about uh, two cents and change. Hey, Ronnie, I'm running off today. What's that? Why are you down on yourself today? I'm just not doing well. You gotta be, you gotta believe in yourself first, Fuzzy. There's something going on that you don't feel well about? No, I got checked out yesterday. I was fine there at the doctor's office. You were there. So? 
But, I mean, so there's no reason not to feel well. The doctor told me that you're in tip-top condition, except for one thing that has been uh, bothering him. What's that? You do know what it is. Why are you asking me oh. what's that when we were in there together? The doctor said to to me about Fez is that he holds on to his gas and he had he gets the gas high into his chest instead of releasing it. It's a GERD. You were afraid to fart is a big part of your problem. I don't care for it. I don't like to do it. But you'd rather go get an EKG than just fart. Yeah. Yeah. So there was some gas, some heartburn yesterday while I was hooked up. But you take that gas and heartburn, and it's the reason that we ended up getting everything done, because you won't fart. I guess you're too embarrassed to fart, and then you think you're having a heart attack, which, by the way, you could have had a nice, relaxing day if you just ripped one. Yeah, it feels exactly the same. Then why don't you take a Bromo and burp before you think you're having a heart attack? This one I thought was definitely chest pains. Well, you know, heart-related chest yes, pains. Because it it's was all the, chest pains. Because it's the gas, because you won't let yourself gas a little bit. you got to be a gasser in this league. Um, Here's uh, Keith. Keith, you're on the run of Fez show. I mean, Kent? Uh, what's that? Kent, all right. What yeah, do you Kent, say, buddy? Okay. No, well, it sounds a little boomy. Oh, but uh, I was thinking maybe it sounds like maybe it's being broadcast to a cake corn or something. All right, cake corn seems to be really, really big. Uh, hashtag cake corn uh, took off this time last year. Hashtag cake corn was the entire um, well, it, it trended worldwide, uh, it, and that was uh, very, very exciting for Fez that he could have a little thing like, boy, you are. Just making all kinds of freaky faces. What's going on? Oh, am on? I? Just fart. Is that it? You need to fart? No, no, I don't need to. Burp. I, I don't even like to say that word. Just burp, and you uh, won't have to go to the doctor. You, uh, just, you just made the sound. I can't. Doing it. I can't burp. I've never been able to burp. I don't know how you do that on command. Because you push gas out of your uh, chest. Stop trying to make the... I'm going to throw up if I keep trying to burp. Stop trying to do the impression of the sound. And actually burp. It isn't about making the sound. It's about relief, releasing gas from your chest. The kind of gas that make you feel. And I don't want to feel like I, I wasted four hours. It's of a my long day time in that place. But to be told after four hours that your friend is afraid to fart. It felt like a wasted day. Um, you think there'd be a better medical term for that? Here is... Uh, Oh, boy, these phone people are driving me crazy today. Let's get it up. Let's move it in that room. Um, Here's Kevin in South Carolina. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. You're right. sure good on my end. Uh, question, are you going to blow out the candle on the cake horn, or does Fez get that honor? Boy, it's Fez's honor. It's hashtag happy cake horn. Uh, yeah, it's uh, hashtag cake horn. Um, People are crazy about it. Justin in Austin. Hey, buddy. We're hearing you loud and clear down here in Austin. Cool. Hey, uh, Fezzy, for uh, for the day of days here, can you uh, can you tell me to shut the shut my fucking cake horn? Is that what started this, Fez? 
Why did you say Kcorn the first time? Um, I was. I know I was upset. I was yelling, and Kcorn spilled out of my mouth. Right, but who did you say it to? What happened if we were to sit back and put this together? If this was a court case, and Kcorn was the murder weapon, who did you say it to, and why did you say it? I'm trying to remember. I think I said it to Chris. Don't think. You got to know exactly. We got to exactly put this thing together because this is now uh, hashtag Kcorn history. Future generations are going to want to know this. It was Chris. 100% it was Chris. I have no idea. I can't remember. Uh, here's Dan. Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, all you got to do is do four jumping jacks and then sit down real hard and help your part. Hey, Ronnie, did uh, Chris win the lottery? Uh, it looks like Chris is in good shape. He is doing stuff with corporate people. If you heard Shelby break kayfabe today, he let everybody know that Chris is down in the other studio. Um, but I got to tell you, if I could fuck it up for him, I would. Only because I think he's going to be fired when he gets around the bosses. I don't think he has what I call VP material. Uh, unlike Fez, he has no trouble farting and burping. Uh, but like Fez, he's apt to wear the same clothes over and over. Here's uh, Tim in South Daytona, not North Daytona. How you doing, Tim? Hey, man. Uh, it's great to be down here. I'm glad that I hear Fez on the radio talking again. It's great. Hey, Fez. Good. Good, man. What can we do for you? Why don't you get into I, one of your old Fez classic rants? I'm just glad that you guys are back together talking. You got Fez talking again. You know, that's a good thing, man. And, uh, Ronnie, uh, I got a package you wanted, and uh, I took care of that thing for you. You take care of that other thing first, though? Yes, I did. Not the uptown thing, the downtown thing. That's done? Yeah. I got All right. those up. All right. No Peace. sense in us talking to each other again until everything uh, gets out of the papers. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Are we going to get one of your classic rants today, Fez? I, I don't think so. I can't think of anything to rant on I mean, at the just, moment. Just get into it. Go after it. Sink your teeth into it. Just go off. This old school Fez Watley style. I can't think of anything. All right. Here is um, Ben. Ben, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Um, I'm coming to Brooklyn uh, or New York area for the first time uh, anything extensive uh, for four days, uh, a four day vacation coming up in uh, about a week and a half. Okay. And I'm just curious. Uh, I'm in the. I think the Union Pool or something, that section of Brooklyn, uh, any the hot spots you recommend, any uh, great places to eat? Uh, <laughs> There's a little place called the 2001 Disco that me and my friends like to go to. And then afterwards, uh, we head on over to the bridge and hang off of it. You know what I mean? Write to, me at, write to me at Ron and Fez at AOL. Ron and Fez at AOL, and I'm going to give you some Brooklyn places, and I'm going to give you some Manhattan places, all right? That sounds awesome, Ron. I'm going to take care of you. Matter of fact, I'm supposed to be taking care of a guy from Queens 
that's coming into Queens. I think he's picking up his folks there. I'm going to make everything nice for him, too. I just haven't got to it yet. But things are going to be happening. Maybe, you know, Fez, the way New York is changing, you'd like to go into one of your patented rants where you just do five, six minutes. I, I can't think of anything to rant I mean, on. with the kids nowadays. and They're awful. You know, the apps. You know, they got the apps. And they're hipsters and all that kind of stuff. You know, and then you take his old school the way it used to be. You and the cane pole gang. I mean, just really taking us for a ride. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Chuck. Chuck, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez. I just wanted to, to make a note about the breaking wind. When Fez gets nervous and tightens up, don't want to talk, I don't know about y'all, but damn, when I cut a damn big fart, that just relaxes the hell out of me. I don't know about y'all. It might help Fez. I, it's got me thinking how much of his stress and nerves are connected to gas. That's a poisonous gas that you're leaving inside of your body, Fez, and you need to release it. Yeah, I would if I could, but I can't. I would if I could, but I can't. My parents hey, actually used to say that to me. Go ahead. Hey, Ronnie, Ronnie, uh, also, when Fez is on, you know, when he's talking and everybody's clicking, he is one of the funniest guys. He is, ever man. Hear. And when he talked about that time getting trapped on that bus with that old woman, and that she said, he said that bus driver told him his name was Buster Matul, I laughed for two fucking weeks. But y'all have a good shit. day and hang in there, Fez. How long ago was it that you went on that rant, Fez? That was one year ago today. Seriously, the bus thing. I I don't remember. It was I, about Island. Yeah, it was. I guess it was probably like four years ago. Why are you get into a rant like that? Well, I haven't had a, a no. maniac lock me inside a public bus since then. But you know, some of your experiences, some of the things that you jump into, things that you've seen, things that you've learned. You know, that's all about you. That's when Fezzy's at his Fezzy best. It's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We're not in our normal studio today. God knows when we will go back there. Uh, We're in the Major League uh, Network's studio today. This is the studio of High Heat. There's baseballs all around us. There's cameras set up. Um, We're on top of the world. Fez Watley might want to talk baseball. Any of your baseball questions could be for Fez Watley. What's your team of choice, Fez? Um, uh, I grew up watching the Rays. All right. What's their starting uh, nine this year? I have. I can't give you a starting one. And I almost called them the Devil Rays. Are you a Rays fan? No, I'm not a baseball fan at all. I don't follow it at all. Your dad was a big baseball fan. He was a Tigers fan. How come he never got you into it? Um, he tried, but I think when, um, I played, um, kids baseball, I think he got embarrassed and decided me, baseball wasn't a thing between me and him. Yeah, but you can't play football and you love to watch that. I mean, watching, you know, you don't make a lot of errors when you're watching, uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dan in Illinois. Hey, Dan, how you doing, bud? Morning, Coach. Buddy, doing good. How are you? Killing the gang. Hey, happy K-Corn Day. I remember the reason K-Corn came about. 
Fez was being persecuted for being too gay and creepy around the fishbowl and was angry about people running their cake horn. I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Um, maybe we can go back and find that famous cake horn uh, piece. But I know we even ended up putting it in the Ron and Fez song that ran for a while. So we're going to go and find that as well, too. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Settle it down. Instead of letting it go here, into here, into the mic. Um, here's uh, Peter. Peter, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey there. Uh, hey, cousin. Got a suggestion for Fez to help fart. I sort of remember an epic story of uh, him farting when he was sleeping one time. Maybe you just need to put him to sleep. He farted himself. Uh, he fell asleep on my couch, sitting up, watching a football game, and then farted himself awake, and everybody laughed about it. Um, we threw out the cushion. Because it wasn't a dry one. But Fez, maybe, and that was at a time that you totally relaxed. Yeah, I was asleep. What I, if we got out of the room? Me and Shelby got out of the room today. No, I would really. Just get out of the room and let you fart. How about this? We'll come back when you do fart. We'll be listening. I, I don't even feel the beginnings of one inside me. We looking up those songs in the other room there, Shelby? Shelby, talking to the microphone. You're part of this show. You don't have to act like you can't talk. Looks like we actually do have the cake horn song. All right, well, we know we have the song, but what about the audio is what we really want to find. Um, <laughs> looks like we do actually have the cake horn song, which should be available at all times. I just got a note handed here to me from Anthony. Have the song by Teddy, One Minute. Have the song Danny Fatbeard put together as well. They're actually taping stuff up in the other room for us. That saves time. Um, Steve, Steve, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Fezzy. Yes. Uh, question. Would you want to learn how to burp really easily? It might help you release some of that stress. Um, yeah, I would, I would burp before I farted, that's for sure. Well, I know that you don't know, like, Ron said that you were just doing the noise before. What the technique you want to do is, like, if you see, like, Bugs Bunny or, like, Daffy Duck, when they make that scared gulping noise, just do, like, three of those in a row, and then let it rip, and you'll blow Swallow Ron air. right out of the air. That's amazing. Swallow air. Swallow air. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do the sound rather than actually do it. You're doing an impression of the sound with your mouth instead of doing it. And then you can go on a fuzzy rant while burping. We, uh, we should have this on video. The faces that he is making are incredible. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Frank in California. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey. Hello. Go ahead. Hey, when uh, Fez said, take horn, spilling out of my mouth, I almost crashed my car. That was got to be the funniest thing I ever heard. It was incredibly funny. Uh, we're still looking back to see where it came up and how it came up. But until then, let's play... 
the uh, K-Corn song. It's actually the Ron and Fez song that we had a K-Corn to. Or maybe we don't have it. There seems to be zero connection between this room and the other room. And Shelby won't even talk. He just makes faces. I'm not going to fucking ask for it or, or go to it. We won't have to worry about it. Uh, here's Chris. Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, I just want to ask Fezzy, what do you think about the Red Sox starting rotation this year? Go on one of your classic rants, Fez. Um, uh, uh, the boys from Beantown, they're in trouble this year. Um, I see them getting shelled as the new season starts. Shelled like the peanuts that they sell in the stands at Fenway. And that's how I feel about Boston's starting rotation this year. That was all I had. You have four and a half minutes left in your rant. I can't fill it. Why? Just go off on one of your things, dude. You're the big cat. The big cat prowls. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Shelby, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Are they looking for that audio? They have. I've been told we have the audio. I don't know why we're not playing it. What audio? Of the origin of K-Corn. All right. So, in the other room, please play... The origin of K-Corn right now. Well, then I would have had to adopt. But it's ridiculous that this stuff has to come up. Email and a phone call because the email wasn't enough. That somebody's down the hallway going to Wiki, uh, running their K-Corn, tooting that uh, right at Wiki. So that, I have, so that I'm told to stay away from the fishbowl. All right, I just want to get one. Drives me fucking nuts. Well, rather than fucking talk over me, can we stop? Leave it up. I want to hear it. I'm sorry. Yeah. How does someone run their cake horn? <laughs> Was that fucking impossible? That's not real. That was the whole thing. Now, who said that you were hanging around the fishbowl too much? And uh, what was the occasion? I'm trying to think of who the celebrity was, but I was told... Oh, I know exactly who it was. Who's that? Sorry. It was... Um, Seth- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I... No. It was um, Seth MacFarlane... And Booking told me, told Wiki to make sure I didn't go anywhere near the fishbowl. There's no such person as Booking. Who said it? Um, I don't know who from Booking sent that email to Wiki, but Wiki sent it to me. But somebody, like, if I was mad at someone, right, they wouldn't say, hey, programming, shut their mouth off. They'd say, Ron, you got to find out who you are beef with. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of time, when you're fighting with, with Earl, you think it's all black people. And it's just Earl. So you got to figure out who shot their K-corn off about you. And then the other thing, Fez, is you got to stop creeping around. Now, I will say this. That was a patented Fez rant that you were doing this time last year with K-corn. That was, that's you in the pocket, not that Beantown peanut shell thing. It's Fez Watley taking off on the ice luge. By the way, there's an ice luge video uh, that this dad set up in his backyard. Don't don't let yourself do that. Uh, that is just hysterical up on the iBank today. Um, 
All right, let's uh, play the song that we put K-Corn in then. I want a fez who makes up I'm words. running the K-Corn to Matt. I want a fez who fucks shit up. You fucked up. I want a fez people talk about. People are talking about me. I've talked about you for saying K-Corn. I want a fez who respects co-workers. Fucking asshole losers around here. Got nothing better to do, and that includes Chris and Shelby. I want a fez callers can count Well, on. great. We got the Joe Jackson bet for the 400th <laughs> fucking time. I want a fez who We're fucking on number Twitter. one trending in the United States. Hashtag K-Corn. Cake it's crazy. Cake crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. That's cake performing cake horn. Uh, and I just been alerted to this cake horn for the second year in a row is now trending in the United States of America. Cake horn is trending. There's the piece that we're able to play that little trending piece. I guess we don't have that this year. But Fez, there's another time you were at your full Fez Watley rant. Hey, Tom, Tom in Connecticut, you're on the run of Fez show. K-Corn is trending nationwide. Why? Yeah, we don't, we're not even connected to any of that stuff today. But it's very exciting to think that K-Corn is trending. And I'm wondering if anything else has ever trended on its anniversary i think we should go out of our way to make sure that k-corn trends on this day uh every year that's got to be a first it's trending at number uh six number six in the united states the listeners doing that on their own we're not even doing it from here but feel uh happy and satisfied to pop it up trending on twitter right now K-Corn. Uh, Tom in Tucson. Tom. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Cool. Just wanted to say it's really nice to hear you and you and Fezzy back together. I was in uh, D.C. for five years after 9-11 working on stuff, and uh, my wife and I still call Bed Bath & Beyond Bed Bath & Saddam from one of your bits. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Do you, Fez? I don't remember that one either. Well, I don't know. I guess you guys it's... were riffing on, on the, that everything in Iraq must be Saddam. Oh, yeah, so we said that they must do Bed Bath and Saddam. All right, that makes a little bit of uh, sense. Thank you very much. I love it but for the fact that people think that you and I are back together again after years. It might let you know how little talking you've done over the years, Fuzzy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a prime example. Give them one of your patented rips. I mean, just go off on this thing. You were trending for the second year in a row. I don't know what to say. All right, well, the fact of the matter is you and I are hanging out in the studio. The listeners are trending K-Corn on the anniversary of you saying it, uh, and we think that that's the first. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, this is the place that you want to be, hanging out with us today. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Fez, this should... Uh, Excite you, Jared Leto is going out of his way to transform into the Joker as part of the Suicide Squad. 
So Jared Leto will be what? The fourth Joker of all time? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to rank him as number one. We haven't seen him as the Joker yet. He's got to be the best. The other three Jokers were terrible. I was very, Heath Ledger was fantastic. Jack Nicholson was brilliant. And Cesar Romero is the original, the uh, one of the best ever. All right, that's a patented Fez Watley rant. He's he, got big clown shoes to fill. All right. Got, got a line about it. Uh, so are you thinking he's going to do well or not? I don't I don't have high hopes for Jared Leto's uh, Joker only because Jared Leto is such a beautiful attractive person. I think we're going to have a pretty Joker which has never happened in the history of Jokers. I think Heath Ledger was considered a sex symbol. Jack Nicholson at one time was the most eligible bachelor in Hollywood uh and Cesar Romero, come on. Latin dreamboat. I think you're being mean to the other three guys. Um, William Shatner is taking a lot of shit from people. This is up on the iBang, and I had no uh, idea about this until I saw it, for not going to Leonard Nimoy's uh, funeral. Um, I William Shatner should have gone to the funeral. He should have been there. Those guys are connected throughout history together but maybe not with each other still you you still go to the funeral you pay your respects at that funeral i know he said he had the charity gig to go to in florida they will understand if you're not there they will they will get spock passed away it's not like this. Here's is, the thing, though. He and Spock, they only did that TV show for three years. Yes. And this is 50 years after the fact. And it probably means more to the people at home than it did to those two guys. Plus, some guys just don't like funerals. I have friends that are going, I will not go to a funeral. I don't want to remember my uncle that way or my grandfather that way. I think that you have to be okay with the way people treat death. See, I don't think this was the way he treated death. I think this was him. Are you basing this on any uh, any facts, though? It seems like everyone... Just the fact that he didn't go to it. Right, so you don't know the way he feels about death. You don't know the way if he goes to anybody's funeral. Also, you don't know the way he commits to something. Maybe he felt like, look, I'd rather be raising money for the living than sitting around, you know, feeling bad about uh, death. I mean, the guy's in his 80s. His own death can't be all that far away. Why not let him do it his own own thing? Why put it on him? Um, here's Brian. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B., what up? Happy K-Corn Day. Happy uh, K-Corn. I was just wondering, since you're sitting so close to Fez, how does that uh, gay shirt smell? Um, I can't get past the, just the regular smell of Fezzy's skin to even get to the... Uh, the shirt right now. That may be the gas trying to find a way out through the pores. If I, well, if I told you the truth, I don't want to hurt any feelings. I know you're not having the best day today. No. Should I just but keep it to myself? You can tell me. It smells like you're wearing Leonard Nimoy cologne. It just, it smells like you, like I've walked into... A zombie's outhouse. And I don't think it's you. Mm -hmm. I think it's the flop sweat that you got on. There's plenty of that flowing. But it's a dry uh, flop sweat. 
Here's Chris in Pennsylvania. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, Fez. You expect Shatner travel all the way across the country for a funeral, but you couldn't go six blocks to visit your best friend in the hospital a few years ago. Gee. Yeah, I mean, I could see Fez's apartment from my house. And did I ever hold you to that, Fez? Did I ever? I just felt like you're the kind of guy who doesn't like to visit funerals. I didn't take it bad. But you didn't stop by, even though my appendix had burst. And I had all that poison in my body, and I was stuck in there for like a week. I didn't take that the wrong way. If you had died, I would have been there. Well, why wouldn't you want to be there when I'm alive? When I could have actually used you. Well, if I had died, I wouldn't have known that you were there. I think there's a difference between a, hos- uh, a hospital visit and a funeral. But I'm saying where that's it's the you. last time you're going to see that person. Sorry. What's that? Where it's the last time you're going to see that person. Yeah, well, wouldn't you rather see that person the last time alive? And a lot of people are, you know, just ashes when they're at their funeral. Um, Fez. Yeah. I just think that we can't tell other people how they can grieve. You know what I mean? I don't think it's everybody else's business. I think people have a tendency to cross the line when it comes to deciding what other people's social mores are. And let's face it, Nimoy was not going to know if he was there. This has more to do with the fans than it does with uh, Nimoy. Uh, Kevin, Kevin in Middletown, New Jersey. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Ron, how you doing? Um, yeah. Just calling in, I saw um, William Shatner in the airport at uh, Palm Beach on Sunday. And, uh, you know, he was in pretty rough shape, was pretty upset. Kind of like he was, uh, you know, about to have a heart attack. This guy can't imagine what that was like. Probably yeah, I mean, maybe, that. maybe he felt like he couldn't put himself through it. Maybe he felt like he didn't want to walk past the paparazzi. You know what I mean? Maybe. Look, it would have been easier in terms of the country for him to go there and fake crocodile tears. You know what I mean? And then he could have made it all about himself. In this case. He left it to the family. Who are the people that were really close with Leonard Nimoy? Not some people that he worked with, you know, 50 years ago. No one brought up. Was Ahura there? I don't know. The Russian guy? I don't know if Chekhov made it. So why do we sit around and worry about this one guy? I always felt bad after David Spade never went to Chris Farley's funeral. I always thought that was a sucky move. And I see this as the exact same thing. That was his best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least his show business best friend. Who are you and me to get involved in that? I just, I... I just felt he should have been there. I know, that's the weird thing about it. Like, why are we acting like we're in some small village where people are supposed to, uh, you know, decide what everybody else should be doing? Um, Lewis, Lewis, you're on the run of face show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I think everybody should get off of William Shatner's back. I mean, he went to Spock's first funeral in the movie, so. He was at that funeral, and then Spock didn't even stay dead. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, today is the one-year anniversary of K-Corn, and then K-Corn did indeed, did indeed uh, trend again today. 
I can't get any updates on how it's doing. Um, it looks like we're behind on everything. Uh, Eric, Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yes, hello. How are you all today? Cool. Hey, listen, I just want to know how uh, Fez feels about Michelle Sam uh, going out for the Combine this year. If he makes it, is he going to be happy about Michael Sam? You know, you're an asshole to try to say Michelle Sam. Like, you're going to degrade a gay guy and uh, by calling him a woman's name. Got an update for you here. K-Court is now trending number five in the U.S., trending at number five in the United States of Good America. Uh, so his question, though, Fuzzy, uh, do you think this uh, combine could get Michael Sam playing? I, I would I would say yes. It's um it's shitty that he has to go through the combine again when he clearly had a great preseason with the Rams last year. Deserved to but be on a not. team. I couldn't hear him. He said he did he not. He did not have a great season. He didn't. Even he had a great preseason. He had the best stats yeah. on the defense with the Rams. He was never a pro. Yes, you're not a pro when you're at the combine. Never has been a pro athlete. I didn't say he was. I said he had a great preseason last year. Fucking listen. I am listening. Fuck you. What are you upset about, Fez? They're just fucking out. They know I'm freaking out in here. And they're just trying to get this out of me. So Start fuck all of them. Fuck you. Fuck you. Me? No, him. Oh. Well, is hey, wait, what's Michelle Sam going to do at the combine? You're a fucking homophobic dick asshole. Here's the Fuck thing. you! Here's the thing. If there really was homophobia against Michael Sam, right, how would the combine help? He he's doing what he can. Yeah, but... but it's the only way he's... He's been shut out by all these teams before. This is the only way he can try to get somebody's attention again. Right, but if they're not, you know, looking at him because he's gay, how would a combine help? He doesn't, it's the only way back in. No, it's not going to help because but, but, they don't want him because he's gay. But the thing was, if, if talent had anything to do with it, right, but you're saying it doesn't have anything to do with it because he's kept out because he's gay. Right. I think he's got a real good chance with his dancing uh, with the stars to show everybody out there he's able to move, he's got great balance, and he's going to be able to pull this thing together. It's a shitty way to have to go about it, but he's left with very few options. How do you think he's going to do in Dancing with the Stars? I think he's going to win. I think a lot of those judges are anti-gay. Name one gay person who's ever won Dancing with the Stars. Thank you. I can't think of anyone who's won Dancing with the Stars. Thank you, Fez. You made my point completely. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's the Ron and Fez show. Uh, we're doing this out of high heat today. Fez turned into a shock jock there a couple of minutes ago. Um, remember what I talked to you about yesterday? Mm-hmm. About not taking the emotion on. What did I say to you? Um... Fuck the stress. No, I didn't say that at all. What did I say to you? 
Oh, it was um, um, it was don't feel the emotion. No, that wasn't it. Think about it a little bit, because what I gave you it was dead on, right? It was dead on. You said I'll never forget this. You actually said to me, "I'll never forget this." Yeah, no, I can't. I my mind is not working at all. That's why, because you're taking it on instead of enjoying it. Uh, here's Ray J. Ray J, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, million bucks. Yeah. Hey, Fez, man, have you been uh you been taking your meds right? Are you okay? Yeah, we went and did the stuff yesterday, and he's a okay. Yeah. Not a single thing is wrong with him. EKG well, was gonna fine. You're going to be okay, man. Just swallow that K-corn. Make sure to swallow it. You're going to be okay, brother. We're going to get through this. Thank you. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to bring this up to the other studio. I can't understand how you're this slow on the uh, on the phones. It cannot go down. Get your thumb off of line two right now. Get your thumb off of line two. Take your thumb off of line two. John in Colorado, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I wanted to cool. think about that old New Jersey band, the Smithereens. I think they put out some really good albums, just a lot of music and a lot of original. They just don't ever get much play. I've seen them in California and Arizona and stuff, but they don't get out as much as I thought. Well, you know... Uh, What's his name from the Smithereens? Pat? Is that his the name? Fazio? Uh Yeah. He 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 came and played at a wedding that we did uh, <laughs> for Eastside Dave uh, on this show. Just walked in. Um, we ought to look around for that song. Let me know when we have that song. But he actually came, walked into this thing that we did uh, because that was a big uh, song for uh, Casey and Dave. And just belted it out and then split. It was incredibly cool. Um, this I was about six Hollywood years ago. Park, yeah. yeah. Hollywood Park, the last day they played, uh, and it was Dollar Beer Night, and people were just going crazy for me. He's like, if you know a song, throw it out, we'll play it. If we don't, we'll make it up. And they were great, man. Every time I've seen them, they've just been great. They just a lot of energy and power and just rock it out. Well, look, and this it- is uh, him coming by and playing this song as Dave and Casey were uh, just standing next to them. It was really sweet. So we did this over at Hard Rock Johnny's. Here we go. And I'll do this song. It's dedicated especially for you guys. It's called The Girl Like You. Shadows and the nerves and the nerves have tried to walk you Now I am a pain and another dental time to waste too much to lose Girl, you say anything at all and you know that you can call I'll be right there for you First love Tough luck, big mistake, what else could you do? I'll say anything you want to give. I'll see everything through you. I'll do anything I have to do just to win the love of a girl like you. 
talking, people stare, tell them that being together is the place I should be. If they think it's really strange for a girl like you to be in love with someone like me, I wanna tell them all to go to hell that we're doing very well without the mystery. Just the way it is and they will see I guess that you are not the way it should be I'll say anything you want to hear I'll see everything through I'll do anything I have to do Just to win the love of a girl like you I remember that wedding. You were there. You were there. I was Rest in shorts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Wes in Minnesota. Wes. Hey, Fez. Yes. You're talking about Michael Sam 
and uh, well, he said he had the best stats on the team in the preseason. But people that play the most in the preseason don't usually make the team. That's why he had the best stats. He had he had I think like four sacks. Yeah, but you're twelve play- tackles. I mean, his point was you're playing against guys that aren't even going to make the team, uh, quarterbacks that aren't going to make the team, tackles that aren't going to make the team. Well, that's not his fault. Who the other teams put out there? But there, he he did everything he was asked to do. Is what my point is. Right, but we don't know if that was enough to make that team. It's a pretty famous uh, defensive line they have there. Again, you may be right that there's prejudice. It's just that uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I I don't see it. Steve, Philly, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, uh, they got some rumors swirling around here that the Eagles might be interested in Michael Sam. I guess he did really well in the anal portion of the combine. Just assholes. Just complete assholes. I get it. Anal assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they, that's why, um, he was, e- uh, anal f- uh, came off his tongue so easily. Hmm? I have no idea what I'm saying. I will tell you this. I'm an Eagles fan. If he plays for the Eagles, I'll be like this. Michael Sam. Michael Sam. I'll root for him. Uh, K Corn, uh, still trending out there. If you like to go on the Twitter and come up with some cake corn jokes. I'm not connected to it right now, so there's nothing I can comment on, but um, cake corn is trending. CJ, a New Jersey police officer. CJ, you're on the Ron hey, Fez Ron. show. How are you? Good, man. Hey, uh, Friday I was out sick, and so I was watching uh, TV and watching the family feud, and one of the questions was, or the quizzes was, what's the worst thing a person can do in a roller coaster see next to you? Number one answer was screaming and freaking out. So I'm imagining that came up as I'm hearing Fez uh, completely have that freak out. And you guys, I think you told me you're shoulder to shoulder with him this morning. We really are. We've never worked out of all the years that we've worked. We've never worked like looking out like this, like a panel show. It's a very uh, odd thing. Now, the question was, what's the worst thing that a, a person could do? Sitting next to you on a roller coaster, what would you have said, Fess? I would say vomit is the number one answer, not scream. That was number, no, the number that one was answer. Number four. The number one answer was to the worst thing a person could do on a roller coaster is to cut off your cock and balls. So you got to stay be bad. But you went, you t bombed it, and I, I appreciate that even a little more because nothing beats the truth. We were talking about. Uh, Pat playing that song for us over at the Hard Rock. Look who's on the phone right now. Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny. Hello, boys. Hey. That was, I just wanted to call because I heard that lovely rendition from that wonderful wedding that I planned with Don Wicky Wickland. Yeah, you guys put that together. That now, this an- is the interesting thing. I don't know if you were watching all this, Fez. So... I'm watching Pat finishes that song. And it was, I would say, one of the great Elvis Costello audio impersonations of all time. And he sounded just like Elvis Costello to me. The second that he's done, Johnny runs over, starts unbuckling his pants, <laughs> pulling them off, and saying, this is going on the wall. And the guy's saying to Johnny, Johnny, I don't have anything to wear home. Johnny's like saying, that's your problem. These pants are going up. 
everybody knows when you come to the Hard Rock and you play music, you got to bring an extra pair of pants because I'm going to take your pants because they're famous. Well, I saw something, and this is a problem for you. They are taking Elvis's pants to Las Vegas, I guess, to take on the Hard Rock Casino there. Oh, Elvis's boy. pants will be in at the old International Hotel. I don't know what it's called now, but that was the place that he used to, to play. They're setting up an Elvis room with his pants. We have more Elvis pants than anybody else. That is a fact. But don't you, you want you, all the Elvis pants? He's got them no. in all different shapes and sizes. Too. <laughs> yeah, we have big ones. We have small ones. Yeah, there are all kinds of sizes in the Elvis life. No, Fezzy, we like to share. It's, it's, music is something that should be shared with everybody. Serve all. That's what Love you do. Love all, serve all. That's it. Yeah. And it, 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 it brings a tear to my eye to be looking at my Twitter right now and see K-Corn trending. It is. it is amazing, particularly when we ourselves don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> it's just the listeners, and you are simply I, the best. That's why Fez treats you so well um, and cares I, about you. I, I woke up this morning. I looked at my time hop, which shows me my history of social media over the years. And the first thing I saw was about 10 tweets that said K-Corn. And I said, this is K-Corn day. I had I, no idea. I just I wouldn't have known either if it wasn't for that for that wonderful app that shows you what you've done in your past. And sure enough, I seven this morning I was tweeting Cakehorn. I did a whole compilation of all the different Cakehorn pictures I sent out last year on this day. It's National Cakehorn Day. National Cakehorn Day, all named after our own Fez Watley. You had a little bit of a meltdown earlier, Fez. Yeah, just people being jerks. I'm trying to be nice to you today, Fezzy. Everybody loves Fez and knows that he's in here. We're shoulder to shoulder doing this show. We're two buddies. Uh, some people are saying it's great to hear us back together. Maybe this is the way we should work, Fez. In close quarters. Yes, in close quarters. <laughs> you are right. I think it sounds great. It yeah, reminds me it, of NEW days. It feels like NEW days when we were shining, when we were at our happiest. You know, where it felt like we were skating every night. Ice or roller? In close quarter. <laughs> Does it matter, ice or roller, to you? Ice seems smoother. I think it's more difficult, though. You've got four wheels on your on your roller skates, and you're, you only have the one blade. Yeah, you so just... You just um, you just showed your age. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't know if they do, do. They do they have rollerblading roller rinks though? I mean, is it, do they do that now? Like, is here's it the thing: Are there even roller rinks? I don't know if there are. Reverse skate. Well, it, and sadly, they, there was pictures that were just on the internet of of Roseland being torn down to build a new sky. You know, a new sky. Originally was opened in the twenties as a roller rink. That was a, a giant roller rink that they converted into this amazing, you know, concert venue. And all they want is another big fucking skyscraper filled eh. with billionaires. What are you gonna do? You gotta meet. You know, you gotta go go with the times. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe me and New York are just about getting tired of each other. You know what I mean? Don't say that. I just don't want to live in a place that that is only for wealthy people. It starts to get. It starts. But they always say that, you know, you've hung around New York long enough when you miss your New York. You know what I mean? Like when it feels like your New York is already gone. Um, yeah. It's, I just, it's, it is a, you know, but all these areas, I mean, look at, look at how much money it costs now to go live up in Harlem. I mean, you know, before 
five years ago, it was definitely not what it is now in that real estate market. So it's just going to continue as more money comes in. Mo money, mo problems, like you always said. I do say Johnny, that. mo money, mo problems. Remember what you used to say, Fez? Homo money, homo problems. <laughs> That's not nice. Those gays do. Those gays are part of knocking the real estate up in the in the air, though. The gentrification. Right. Gentrification. Fez knows that one. All right, thanks, buddy. Later, boys. Peace. Happy Cake Horn Day. Happy Cake Horn Day to everybody. Um, trending again in the United States of Numerica. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's our old buddy Bill in Jersey. Hey, thanks, buddy. Hey, yeah, buddy. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Old school any W, Fez. Hey, Fezzy yeah. Marie, baby, why didn't you go to Monday Night Raw last night with E-Rock and Sam? They would have brought you. It would have been a good time for E-Rock's birthday. I didn't feel like making the trip. At e- E-Rock even left early to beat the traffic. You could have gone. That, that was right up your alley, you know. It was a great show. What do you think? Did yeah, you see against Bruce I felt on. I felt better watching it on uh, television. Uh, I, I feel for you, buddy. I feel for you. I, I wish I thought for sure you would have been there. No, didn't make it. John Stewart made it there. He did make it, baby. Kick Seth Rollins in the in the nuts. I love the nut shot, and then that is the million-dollar package, too. I mean, it's all over Twitter, the penis of Seth Rollins. So I don't know if that's the end of uh, Jon Stewart's WWE run, or if this is leading to something more at WrestleMania. Fez is asking the big questions right here on High Heat. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't know if anyone's ever done that move on Raw and gotten over. You know what I mean? If you're not a former wrestler coming back, it's not like the audience cares one way or another. Well, it Um, always, it always, it's, when things like that cross over, I don't like it because Jon Stewart, big, huge name. So there's going to be people that tune into wrestling that don't normally do to see what he's going to do on there. And then that just draws attention to it's the same people are going to be like, who watches this stupid show? You know what I mean? It makes Mm -hmm. rest. Yeah, I'm just talking crazy. Sorry. Uh, You don't think it's good for wrestling when they get more people watching? It's. If it was legitimate wrestling fans, it just, I think it just makes me feel bad as a wrestling fan that people are going to tune in and go, what's this shit? It just, <coughs> it makes wrestling look really shitty. I thought seriously that the Nature Boy was coming in when you No, that. that's a actual cough, cough. Um, here is uh, Chris in Philadelphia. How you doing, Chris? Hey, guys. Happy Cake Horn Day. Um, Happy Cake Horn Day to us all. Great. I, I actually got to agree with Fezzy. There was a website, I think it's outsports.com. Now, granted, they have a dog in a fight regarding it, but they did a study on players like Michael Sam, like defensive ends, same athletic ability, you know, same draft place, who actually had less success in the preseason than he did, and a lot of those guys ended up at least sticking or bouncing around with teams. And it is surprising that 
he can at least jump onto a couple practice squads. I mean, I don't think it's because the they, the, they claim it has to do with size and speed that he doesn't have the real size of a true uh, defensive end, and he doesn't have the speed to drop back and cover anybody. That's what the, the claim what? is. But the website showed that there were other guys that had the same limitations as him with size and speed. It didn't have the pedigree he did in college. It didn't have the preseason stats he did. You know, same like draft around the same level that are still with teams. And that's the point the guy was making. He's like, how can he not at least have jumped onto a team when these other guys that don't that are matched up just about the same as he does size? Speed, but here's here's the thing, L.A. I mean, I'm sorry, L.A. St. Louis picked him up. Decided not to use him. Dallas picked him up, took a look at him, and decided not to use him. That's two NFL teams that at least thought, can we use this guy? So it's tough to call that prejudice when two different teams did this. Now, do you think that, I mean, are you cynical enough to think that these two guys said to the league, look, we'll take... Uh, you know, we'll take this on ourselves. I'm, I, I don't see that happening. All right, I'm having I, I, uh, trouble with uh, these phones and being able to hang up on this guy. So what I'm going to do, um, and I'm not be able to move along anymore. I'm going to use this occasion to let me see if I could do it here. No, this isn't working at all right now. What I'm going to do is throw it to break. Let these guys take a look at this. During the break, we'll be right back. Uh, happy Cake Corn Day, everybody. It's Ron and Fez sitting shoulder to shoulder, just like the old days, and having a blast. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy. It's Channel 99. This show is available on SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand for details. In a church on Thomas Street I'm looking at a bridesmaid And she's looking back at me And when the service ends I'll ask if she wants a lift Back to the hotel And if it goes well Finger and a shift Fuck your Honda Civic I've a horse outside And fuck your Subaru I don't 
said it's fucking true I swapped him for a bag of yolks in 1992 And I don't need insurance I don't need no parking space And if you try to clamp my horse He'll kick you in the face Fuck your Honda Civic I've a horse outside Fuck your Subaru I've a horse outside Fuck your Mitsubishi I've a horse outside If you're looking for a ride I've a horse outside 866-RON-ZERO-FIZZ 866-RON-ZERO-FIZZ Party at the Moon Tower 866 Hey, it's the Ron and Faye Show. We're over in high heat, the uh, Major League uh, Baseball Studios. And um, we may have just lost our phones, but we're, we are rebooting them and trying to get them working again. So do us a favor. Call us at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Out in the hallway, Fez just had a major mouth because um, the thought of working without phones. Yeah, it just uh, high heat goes on the air every day. I don't understand the problem with the studio. But what what happened to you in the hall that you were acting like that where you wouldn't even make eye contact with me? You are now. Just uh, freak out. But why can you turn it on and turn it off like that? I don't feel like I can. I feel like it just like comes up like uh, right out of my feet up to my head. But you're making eye contact with me now, and you wouldn't out in the hall. It was pretty classic. I wish we were videotaping it. It was, it was almost like he went comatose. Um, I I can see that the phones are ringing, uh, but I'm not getting any of the typing in from the other uh, studio. Uh, so keep calling our phone lines, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, as we try to uh, fix this. Uh, there's a piece up on the iBank today uh, when about the TV show that ran the other night with Will Forte. Um, Fez, did you get a chance to watch Last Man on Earth? Yes, I did watch Last Man on Earth. I loved it. Really? Yes. I'm not at that point. I know Leslie feels the same way as you. Why do you love it? Um, I just thought it was, I thought it was so crazy ambitious. I don't know how they keep it up every week. It looks really expensive to shoot. And I thought Will Forte was hysterical in it. Um, let's see if these phones are working now. Hi, you're on Ron and Fez. Are you picking up on that? Hi, you're, no, we're just clicking them off. 
as I hit them. It's been, they're being clicked off. Watch this. Hi, you're on Ronna Fez. That should like go to a check and instead of sexing out. Um, so you're one of the folks that loved it, huh? Yeah. Now I watched it with you, uh, and Shelby watched and you weren't laughing then. But later, after meeting Will Forte, mm-hmm. seems like you've changed your mind. Absolutely. I thought Will Forte was one of the greatest guys that we've ever met. I thought he was a real sweetheart. And then I watched his show again on Sunday, the back-to-back episodes, and thought it was fantastic. Well, you didn't think it was fantastic the first time you saw it? No, no. It grew on me. Interesting. After meeting Will Forte. Uh, people are asking what song that we played coming back from break. Uh we just threw that in. This was Horse Outside uh, that got redone by the same guy who did the Cakehorn song. You know what his name is, Shelby? I'm going to grab that. Um, still trying to use our phones over here. Let's just see if we can click some of them on. It's really acting bizarre today. That guy was Denny Fatbeard who wrote that song. Denny or Danny? Denny Fatbeard. Denny Fatbeard. Excellent job, Denny. Yeah, you can move these papers completely. What's the big story out there for you today, Fuzzy? Um, I th- uh, Andy Kindler calling Ricky Gervais a jerk. Mm. And um, that was on the Allison Rosen podcast. And I just thought, look, looking at the comments and what he said about the things that he hates about Ricky Gervais, it just seems like that would be hating um, like a character on a TV show. Well, explain it to us. We don't exactly know what you're talking about. Um, so um, Andy Kindler went on um, Allison Rosen's podcast and he was talking about how he goes to uh, Just for Laughs every year in Montreal, talks about uh, the state of the industry, industry meaning the comedy industry. Yeah, what he does there is goes out and busts everybody's balls. So one of the things he thought was bad about the industry is Ricky Gervais. And he said he used to like him, used to be a fan, mm-hmm. and now he can't stand him. And it was, he became, uh, the quote was, he, came, he became such a jerk that you can't stop thinking about him as a jerk. And he said, Ricky just brags about his mansions. He talked about a thing where he, um, he did a, um, a, a spot to protect animals in front of all his trophy, his own trophies, his awards that he's won, and that Ricky just really cares about his awards. And I thought this was like really, like hating a person, hating a character, not a person, because Ricky's doing comedy bits. It would be like hating Andy Kindler because like when he was on. Uh, yeah, but some people do. You know what I mean? Like, so what's the big deal? I mean, the thing about co- comedy is it's just an opinion. Like suddenly, like because he feels that way, he has that feeling about Gervais. No one else needs to. Yeah, and I, I don't think anyone else, I, I don't know of anyone else that does. But. How come you didn't stick up for Ant when he said stuff about Ant? I guess I should have brought that up. Um, 
So this is up in the iBank. What's the name of this story? This is Andy Kenner thinks Ricky Gervais is a jerk. That's blunt. It's a very straightforward headline. Right, Shelby, I'll talk to you. You're an Andy Kenner fan, right? Yeah, I think I... I hear where he's coming from because I've heard him talk about like he doesn't mind that you're an atheist, but he can't stand the atheists that are just like openly attacking religion. Like, so he's got Gervais on that uh, too. Yeah, which I I've heard a lot of people bring up. Like, geez, I mean, I get the atheist, uh, the atheist. Thing. But here's what always gets to me about like Fez is bringing this up, right? But you're not going to bring up when a comedian busts another guy's balls. On a roast? Yeah. Why is one so terribly different than the other? Why does everybody react so poorly when I kind of feel like this is what comedians do about every topic they go after? I think I see Andy Kindler getting a lot of hate, which is I think that's what he kind of wants when he does this state of the industry address. The reaction that he wants to get is, oh, fuck this guy. He's going after Louis C.K. He's going after Gervais. When right. He would probably like just kind of sit there awkward if he saw people going, mm, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like th- That's the whole point of going after everybody. He's going after these sacred cows. Yeah. He's going to say something about the funniest people out there, whether it's... Uh Louis C.K., Ricky Gervais, or Anthony Comia. And he, he's not yeah. taking the shots to every... Like, you never see anybody taking shots at Louis. Like, he is the guy. He is on top of the mountain. You, like, can't criticize him. But, yeah, no, he takes shots at him and Fallon. It, I, I think it's hysterical. I will tell you something about Fallon. I watched that viral thing that's going around today. And I don't know what... Did you put it up on the iBank, the duets thing, Fez? It, it's up there, but I didn't put it up. Okay, thanks for specifying that. This thing, when I'm watching it, I'm like, where do I know that from? And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, Merv Griffin. I mean, his show is fairly G-rated fun more than edgy late night. And people like it. But you're not allowed to joke about Fallon. Of course you can. You're not allowed to say Gervais has changed since he made money. Of course he's changed since he made money. To say, oh, I like the first thing so much better than what he's doing now is what people have said about rock bands since the beginning of time. Everybody says I love their first four albums and nothing after that. You know, it's just what people say. I thought the difference for me was that Kindler was talking about a bit that he saw Gervais do, not that Gervais was having lunch with him and then just kept talking about all the awards that he's won. I don't, I don't know the thing, so do you know for a fact it was a bit? Yeah, he said it was a PSA against hunting. Right. That uh, an animal rights thing that Gervais did. And Gervais is in front of all of his awards, and he said, This is the only trophy hunt I'm interested all right, in. I'm being told that the Fallon is not up on the iBank today. Oh. Um, Sorry. I I thought it was. Uh, Rami, Rami, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, you said it was like a roast, like Kindle doing it, but. It- the problem with the thing with roasters is they're supposed to be funny. Nothing Kindler says is funny. He's just being an ass. No, I, you know, again, that's just an opinion like anything else's opinion. Why is it it's so horrifying if someone says Kindler isn't funny? If it's horrifying if people say, if Kindler says Gervais isn't funny? Why take offense at any of it? Why not just think that it's just ball busting comedy stuff? You know, do you, I, we're suddenly going to sound like the people at McDonald's who go like this. You know, you make these jokes about the McNuggets, but we sell a hell of a lot of them. 
That would be crazy, right? How's that any nuttier than this? Um, Fez Penis. Fez Penis. You're on the Ron and Fez I, Show. Hi, Ron. Yeah. Just want to tell you, uh, Friday you gave me the name Mr. Dicky Dick. Yeah. I, I just want to thank you for that. So you've gone from Mr. Dicky Dick to Fez Penis? Well, no, but I wanted to explain myself before I just gave my name out. You should just put it up as Mr. Dicky Dick. Yeah, probably my fault, but, you know, I've had a little nervous problems lately, and really just want Fez to put me in a tight spot, you know, balls deep. I'm just going to call you Dicky Dick Tight Balls from this point on, so your name has been changed one more time. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You don't need to change everything else. It's all working perfectly. Everything is great. Let's just settle it down. What else is happening in your world, Big Cat? Just off the top of your head. You don't need to look around. Just talk to me. Two guys sitting shoulder to shoulder. Well, I definitely want to get in on this with the Chris Gethard show. He's uh, moving to Fusion, moving into his new studios in a couple weeks. The new shows should be uh, starting uh, by the end of May. Okay. And, and um, he, I don't even know where Fusion is on TV. I don't know what channel. I couldn't tell you on. Uh, Do you uh, have it? I think I have it because I think I've seen it before. Is that you've seen Fusion before? I think I like going through the channel guide. Right. I think I've run across it before. I never remember seeing it. So, but he wants people to send in their old stuff from their basements and everything to decorate his set with. So he want he said he wants to give it an old basement feel. Uh, like when he grew up hanging out at his friend's house playing Sega Genesis. And so he's asking people, and he says, if you send him stuff to decorate his set, his set with, that you'll see it on television. So I want to think of something to send it in to see if I see this on this first Fusion show. So, All right. So maybe you'll be able to see your ottoman on there. Um, Here's Joe. Joe, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, how close together are the two of you sitting, and what does Fez smell like? Well, we brought up about Fez smell a little earlier, um, but we're almost balls to balls here. Yeah, it's a t- it's tight quarters. We're almost like the Scissor Sisters, <laughs> who I thought were going to be much bigger in this country, and they weren't, and they weren't. They had a great look. It's the Ron and Fez show, sitting tight, feeling tight, being close together today on a, well, Tuesday, but it's our first day back here on High Heat with Chris Russo. As a matter of fact, if you switch over to MLB Network right now, you're watching some uh, Major League Baseball's first televised spring training games of the year, and that feels uh fantastic all right somebody just said the only reason why uh fez likes that is that uh chris gethard is sitting around with no shirt on um at all oh here's something that people were pissed off this year that uh snl did a sketch about the isis joining isis i think it's nice that people still can get pissed off uh snl after all these years um, so it's a parody of the Super Bowl Toyota commercial, which I felt the exact same way about. 
uh, people that were upset. Oh, the, in the commercial, the father is all teary eyed because he's dropping his daughter off because um, uh, she's off to join ISIS. I felt the same way about the first one where the the actual commercial where the father's dropping his daughter off to go off to war. So you see no difference between the U.S. military and ISIS? Uh, no, I didn't see any difference between these commercials. Right, here's what I'm trying to say to you. Do you think there's something wrong with dropping your child off for ISIS and you also say think that there's something uh, wrong with dropping your child off to join the military? I feel like you're both sending your your kid off to be in a battle that shouldn't be happening. You're trying to be controversial today, aren't you? You are comparing the U.S. military to ISIS. I yeah, I'm compare. I guess so. If it's a military organizations, one is a terror group, and there's people in Afghanistan that would feel the same way about the U.S. Army uh, going in there, and Iraq. And citizens in Iraq that got bombed. So you're against the U.S. military and everything that we do. I'm against that. Were you, were you against us in World War II? No, I wasn't. I wasn't born then. Well, now that you have a chance to see history, do you think that we should have gotten involved against Hitler? Yes. And these guys that are chopping heads off, you think that they should just be free to chop off heads? I would like to see people in the that region take care of that problem they in can't. their own region. They can't any more than the Jews could have taken care of Hitler. Um, but yeah, I mean, I felt just as bad. What I thought that was a really sad commercial during the Super Bowl. He told us that. All right, eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Watley, on the anniversary of K-Corn, taking it to a whole new level, ISIS and the U.S. military, the same exact uh, thing. Now, how come for years you would say thank you for your service to troops, blindly? Do you no longer feel that? Or would you say thank you for your service uh, to ISIS? Uh, here's Matt. Matt, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Oh, uh, we lost you, buddy. Hey, Will Forte uh, just wrote to Ron and Fez saying thanks for the link and having me on the show. I don't know what link he's talking about. What link is Wolf talking about? To his show? Oh, to the Leslie article. Yeah, Absolutely. Leslie, I talked to her uh, the other day. She was mad about that art. Just crazy about how good she thought that show was. And I go, I don't know how they're going to do 100 episodes. And she started yelling at me. Who said they have to do 100 episodes? Who cares? I put art above commerce. And I'm like, slow down. I'm not hitting you from another point of view. Hey, are we struggling with these phone calls again, picking them up? Let Shelby know in his ear. All right, so take your thumb off line one then. Uh, John, John, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Is this Ron and Teller? It, yeah. No, it is Ron and Teller. Fez is back today. He had a little uh, meltdown during the commercial, but his heel's going like a madman right now. So, Fezzy, how did you feel after 9-11? What was your initial reaction 
I was in New York. You're in New York. How did you feel the day the, the day of nine eleven and the subsequent days afterwards about the military? Oh, I was I was very. I guess the word is gung ho at that point. I wanted to see the entire Middle East turn to glass. That was an All original right. thought. Now, what was what changed your mind? When it turned out that the everything that the president and the vice president and the secretary of state said about Iraq turned out to be fake. Well, who gives a shit? Because it was all, they bombed us. That was 100% real that day. Iraq didn't bomb us. Well, whatever. It's those, those Islam. Those terror groups did, right? Yeah, yeah Al-Qaeda did. And you don't see ISIS the same way? I see if you're dropping your kid off to join ISIS or you're dropping your kid off to get sent over to a war that we shouldn't be in, that feels exactly the same to me. Well, our, our war is against terror, right? Yeah. And you don't see ISIS as being a terror group? Don't you wish we would have got to Al-Qaeda before 9-11? Yes, I absolutely do. Well, wouldn't this be the same exact thing? Yeah. So how is the U.S. military and ISIS the same thing? I, I'm saying dropping your kid off to join either organization is the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to point out to you. One is the U.S. military who's out to protect us from terrorist groups such as ISIS. That's like saying cops and criminals are the same thing because they both have guns and end up in the bad part of town. Yeah, I'm not sure what to say. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Sure, that's okay. Um, hey, Sean. Sean in Connecticut. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? Hey, Fez, I think the skit had more to do with, like, all the girls running off to marry ISIS lately. I married ISIS on the fifth day of me. Bob Dylan, I think he knew he was ahead of the times. He was now, ahead of the curve on that one. All the lyrics, they, they fit right in with those girls going to marry ISIS. You know what? It's just goes to show you, some of these chicks, they just like bad boys. They That's don't give it. a shit one way or another about it. That's it. All right, great show, guys. Thanks. Peace. You are the controversial Fez Watley today. You know what your next gimmick should be? What's that? Wiping your ass with the flag, American flag, while you're you're standing in front of like a big ISIS sign and you're screaming out, "Kill the infidels!" Do you consider yourself an infidel? No. You know what one is? No. Then why don't you consider yourself one? Um, I don't know. Here is uh, Andrew. Andrew, you're on the run on the Controversial Fez show. How's it going, Cuz? Hey. So I'm um, curious that uh, Fez doesn't really seem to dislike ISIS, you know? I mean, does he, he have any him. idea what, what, what these guys would do to him? I mean, being gay and all? The, yeah, these guys hate gay Americans probably most of all. If anything, Fez, you should send them videos of you butt-fucking over a Koran. That would and, drive them insane. And just say this is the only thing the Koran's good for, my leaking ass. And then first have your parents drop you off with that, though. Like, be careful. I know uh, they're pissed off at Twitter. The ISIS kids are pissed off at Twitter 
uh, for deleting their accounts. This is how crazy the fucking world is. ISIS is on Twitter and then going against their terms of uh, service and getting in trouble. So they call out the guy from Twitter by name. Uh, Reggie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey. Listen, I'm calling from Canada, where normally we would phone up ISIS and apologize to them for plugging up the toilet in Uncle Achman's falafel shop on King Street. But in this particular case, whatever situation created this whole cat storm in the Middle East, my, my, my feeling and, and most of the people who live in my neck of the woods, which is Toronto, we're more like rats here. Than, uh, than than the more the rural areas of Canada where we just apologize, but these people do need to be turned to glass. This is unbelievable, and I think that the relationship between uh, uh, what these guys are doing and and Jews and Hitler are completely relevant to one another. And I don't think it's an inappropriate placement of opinion. This is an unbelievable circumstance that's going on. These people are cutting people's heads off in the name of a religion, and as far as I'm concerned. We created these two countries to get away from that. And if you're going to do that in the name of religion and then come back and threaten us in our own country, no matter what our sins are, we will own you. There you go. I I will tell you this. Every time I talk to my folks, they bring up ISIS to me. So they must be running a lot of it on Fox News. Because almost every time I'm on the phone, they're like, do you believe what they just did today? And they got some story for me. Hunter in Maine. Hey, Hunter. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first off, happy uh, anniversary. and uh, Happy K-Corn anniversary day. Yes, yes. I'm uh, driving my truck down the road now, beeping my K-Corn at everybody in the way. But um, I, I might be on a delay, but what did Fez find out was all lies that made him lose his support? The fact that Iraq wasn't targeting us, that they didn't have weapons of mass destruction aimed at us, that the stuff that... Um, Colin Powell went on 60 Minutes showing wasn't real. I believe it was, uh, we believed uh, Iraq had chemical weapons, and then for a while they said they didn't. But recently, within the past year and a half, I thought that they said that the weapons were moved into Syria. So they did actually have them. That's why I'm, that's why I'm asking. So do you not think that the ISIS thing is true, Fez? No, the ISIS thing is true. So I think that's what the whole thing is about. Should we be going after ISIS? We, if our people are in danger from ISIS, we should go after them. How about any human beings? How about the fact that they're just chopping off heads, whether that may be Japanese people or tourists or journalists or whatever they're doing? How about the fact that they're collecting money to come up with dirty bums? Well, I, I guess we should because, you know, since we went in and got rid of one regime that this one went and filled in the gap on. Well, I don't think... Going across Iraq... Uh, and Syria and everywhere else. Well, it's just Syria. But, um, you know, could it be a different gang? I mean, by your way of saying it, you're you're a big Batman fan, right? Yeah. So if Batman uh, beats the Penguin, puts him in jail, and the Joker shows up, you're just like, well, none of this stuff works. Look, as soon as you get one, another one comes along. Uh, here's uh, Rick. Rick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, I'm glad to see you support our country. Uh, it's a shame that Fez does not support the troops. I got to tell you, I'm just not a big fan of those ISIS guys. Nor no, do there's I blame a really the... cool video online of uh, our Apache helicopters with their uh, thermal cameras just lighting up ISIS dudes. There's like 50 ISIS dudes. You just see them getting lit up. 
It's awesome. What's I this on? What's that? What's this on? I think it was like the U.S. Herald or American Herald website or something. It's a really cool video, graphic, but it really makes you feel good about us. All right, thanks, Rick. You don't want to no. answer him back, Fess? I, I didn't know what he was asking. He was just telling. Um, I, I feel like I'm mostly supporting Saturday Night Live. I thought it was a funny uh, uh, parody spot. Here, here. Saturday Night Live. 40 years and hopefully another 40 more. As I just saw that your uh, old newspaper, the Tampa Bay Times, known as St. Pete Times from when you were younger, looks like it's a big in trouble now. Re- oh, that. I mean, it used to be two newspapers, then it went down to the Times. Then, yeah, I guess it's. Uh, well, I guess that's it for most newspapers. Yeah, all thanks to the. All thanks to these goddamn little phones here. That's the beauty of it. Everything that you like screws up everything from the past that you like. All the new technology that you like fucked up everything in the past that you like. Gershon in uh, Wisconsin, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey there, Ron. Hey, the hey, biggest buddy. problem I have with uh, with ISIS is I, I don't know what the plural of ISIS is. Is it ISIS or is it ISI? Is it... Just ISIS. Why don't we just go on ISIS, like that nice summer treat? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That makes it sound a lot better. And then they don't yeah. sound quite as threatening. It, yeah, it makes them sound a little bit delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to go attack some ISIS. Mmm. Uh, peace up on the iBang today. Uh, this is actually Jeffrey Gurian landed this, saying the reason that Jon Stewart is leaving the show is to go focus on stand-up. Now, somebody brought that up on our show, didn't they, Fuzz? Yes. Is that you? Nope, it was you. Oh. Why did you say yes to it? I remember the day it happened. You said, I bet he just wants to go back to doing stand-up. And I'm like, yeah, who wouldn't want to play the fucking ha-ha lounge in Iowa when you could, uh, you know, dump the fucking show for that? Uh, But that's what some people are saying. I, I think he's going to go back into directing films after this first one. I think he got the taste for that. I'm sure he's going to do a little stand-up. Well, wouldn't he? Um, here's um, here's Sean. Sean, you're on the Run and Fest show. Lost you. Here's uh, our buddy Tony in Brooklyn, line three. Take your thumb off line three. Thanks. Hey, Tony, what's up, buddy? Bonnie, I would love to relive the past and have an America Forever bar crawl like we did after 9-11. That was one of my best nights of my life. Yeah, that was the New York Forever bar crawl, so everybody could go around and drink as many dive bars as they could. A lot of good that done us. There's so, so few dive bars left. But hot, but Hard Rock Johnny's happy. He hits his giant fucking rich skyscrapers in the sky. Uh, it was a good night. We'll do it in Williamsburg, in Billy Park, where Chris Stanley likes to hang out. Oh, he is a hipster. He is a hipster. Here's Corey in Canada. How you doing, Corey? Hey, how's it going? Hey. I just wanted to say, uh, Fez, I agree with you 100%. We probably shouldn't be over there with this war. 
there's probably more uh, members of ISIS in the States than there is overseas, so maybe all the sovereign nations that are fighting ISIS should come into the States. Well, I know they tried to, uh, well, they did arrest those three people last week trying to join, uh, trying to get out of the country to join. Fact check. It's a good start. It is a good start. Uh, And I think there's three points for us. Fuzzy, what's going on over there, Big Cat? What's in your mind today? What would you like to get a discussion started about? I would love to think of anything to get a discussion started on. Anything that you want to talk about. I can't think of anything. Could be out of the news, news, your personal life, your family life, anything you want at all. We're shoulder to shoulder, a couple of buddies. Yeah. Taking on the world. Um, I can't think of anything that's coming into my head. You talked to your family over the weekend? Um, yeah, just uh, briefly. What you do over the three-day weekend? You do anything? No. I didn't go out do anything. I had the the stress test and the doctor's visit that you went to yesterday. Yeah, more farting. We got to do more farting for you. The fact that he actually wrote it out on a prescription was embarrassing. We are uh, doing um, the Bennington show on Friday, and you said we might not even be back to our studio by then. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's still up in the air. I know they're still working on the regular studio. Look, people are sending, look, Gail just sent you a lovely picture of you with a K-corn that trended on TV. That's great. Um, I wonder if she'll react like you because she's never been out of that studio. And we might even be doing it out from, um, what, what did you call it today? I called it Jalk. Jazz at Lincoln Center. Who did you hear call it, Joe? Wiki. And so then you just start repeating it? Yeah, I thought when Wiki said it, I thought it was just something everybody knew that I didn't know at that point. So uh, Mikey D wrote, aha, different studio. What does that even mean? Uh, Tom wants to know if everything happened. Is Chris okay? Chris is making a run for a corporate gig. With our full blessings. Um, we will see how he makes out there. Um, tonight, I will... Uh, somebody named Kevin said, do we have any update on when we can see the picture? Yeah, it's already up there, Kevin. Um, Chris will send you a copy of it. It was weird because I saw a lot of people chose not to have their picture taken with Dan Aykroyd. And now that seems like a kind of a um, an odd thing to do. I had to talk. I'm not going to say who it was. I will say, Brian. And he was like, I'm just going to leave. I'm like, have your picture taken with Aykroyd. He wants to. Uh, I don't want to bother him. Now we'll have it forever. But me and Gail will be doing Bennington on Friday. Bennington on Friday. Um, Queen Elizabeth. Hey, Queen. Hey, Ronnie. Um, I Fez actually reported on the perfect way to get out of his gay shirt bit. The fusion 
you know where they're do- people are donating all this stuff to be hung up on the studio? Donate the shirt. Send in the story about how you wore it for a year and a half and whatnot. And that way you can bow out. Maybe it could be like a flag. Right. And, yeah. you know, put a patch on it, Fez's gay shirt or something. So Put a bird on it. Right. You know? You know, putting a little bird on it. Sounds like a great idea. What are you waiting for, Fez? Queen's trying to help you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I like the flag idea. Maybe put it on a pole. <laughs> Polish person, you mean? No, an actual flagpole. Something to make it stand out, because I have a feeling... Did you say flagpole, or...? I said flagpole (laughs) with an L. And I'm out. All right, peace out. Uh, Joe, Salt Lake. Salt Lake Lake, what's up, buddy? Yeah, uh, Fez, I was just wondering if you could take me step-by-step what you do from leaving the studio yesterday at your house. Take me through everything. No, I couldn't. It's none of your business. Why not? Because I don't know who this guy is. You think he could be somebody out to hurt you? Always. How many times have you been physically attacked since you came to New York? Um, twice that I can think of. Never been physically attacked. I had the guys who sho- the drunk guys who shoved me into the wall outside the stone wall. Gays? Yes. No further questions. And who else? And the um transvestite who grabbed my mustache really hard on Christopher Street. So the big problem in New York is gays and transvestites. You better stay away from that goddamn parade that's coming up. Are you going to go to the parade this year? You went last year, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I hung out for a while last year. Yeah, I would like to go back this year. Why don't you be in it? Why don't we get a float for you this year? That would be nice. It's been a while since I've uh, floated down the parade route. But you were on somebody else's float. Yeah, that was uh, the vitamin water float. What about a Fez Watley float and we just put on it, this is a guy that's having trouble getting laid. Um, all right, how did Kevin receive his picture if he just sent it? If he just sent that thing to me? You mean you sent it to him that fast? Wow. We live in a crazy time. Uh, Michael Jordan is now a billionaire. And how crazy is it to think in this country you can play basketball and bank that into a billion dollars? Between the basketball and the underwear commercials, it doesn't seem like that's a billion dollars worth of of revenue coming in. Well, he owns a basketball team now. Oh, that's right. In Charlotte. And since that L.A. team went for two and a half billion dollars, I'm sure every team just seems themselves. But to get back to even your point, he wouldn't be getting the underwear commercials if it wasn't for basketball. But to anyone who's young, who wasn't around in the 90s when Michael Jordan was playing ball, and were you old enough to follow basketball in the 90s? Uh, I got into it like early 2000s. I just missed him. So you, not only do you not understand how big Michael Jordan was, 
but there's no one else that could even come true to this. I would place Michael Jordan's fame the same place where you would put the fame of Elvis Presley or Muhammad Ali. And unlike Muhammad Ali and Elvis Presley, Michael Jordan could do no wrong. Even when he was gambling and shit was caught up, his the excitement level around him was almost 100% positive, even when there was bad things written about him. He always came through on the court, and no matter like what LeBron does, there's people are never going to be saying, "Oh, did you get the new LeBrons?" Well, there was. Even, well, that's a very good point that the that the real uptick of that shoe business happened during the '90s. I mean, there was shoes in the '80s and shit, but you will never be first again. But Michael had six championships. What did LeBron have? Five. He has two right now, and he had to. Get a whole team of all-stars around him. Oh, you know what? I was actually confused. I was thinking Kobe. Yeah. Kobe had five. Yeah. Uh, LeBron has two, and you're right. I mean, LeBron doesn't even come close to having the Michael Jordan love. Kobe never had the Michael Jordan love. No one did. No, I cannot. I mean, you might have to go back to Babe Ruth to say somebody that was so beloved by everybody. Maybe if Tiger Woods would have stayed in that place, and not have fallen off. It could have been Tiger. But uh, there's nothing to compare. Particularly around 92. When. In, in the early 90s. But when he played for the US team. And then coming back from that. The popularity was through the roof. And. Um, I don't think we, we could ever have. A celebrity that big. But to still know that he turned that into a billion dollars is mind blowing. Like he, even though he was a total dick, like they've people have talked about. Oh, he they he punched people in the face during practice. He's gonna keep that behind the scenes. But on commercials and his Space Jam, he's gonna be like like the above the world character that he is. Like LeBron, he got kicked in the nuts yesterday on TV. He's there's no way he's gonna like be outer worldly like Michael was. I mean, they did that cartoon about him. You know what I mean? Like, it was just so gigantic. And there was that 3D movie about the year with them. And when they would show up places, it was like the Stones or the Beatles, where people would be sleeping outside of the hotel rooms. It was crazy big. Um, Jimmy in Jersey. Jimmy, go ahead, buddy. I know it's not fair to judge LeBron on on one play, but... um... The other night when that, in that game against Houston, they were having such a battle. And at the end of the game, when LeBron missed those two free throws, I, I can't ever remember Jordan, Kobe, or Bird missing shots in a big game like that. Well, I will say this. he did, LeBron does not have the killer instinct that Michael Jordan has. I know you're bringing up you know, some unpleasant things about it, but that's mainly competition. That's just wanting to win more than anyone else. I mean, it's that fire that Fez Watley has brought to his career. You know what I mean? The big cat. Prowling the links. When everybody else is home drinking, smoking that herb, Fez Watley's prepping for the next day's show. Who do you see as being the next Fez Watley, Fezzy? Um, in sports? Well, you don't play sports, but if you want to change it, 
to sports. Steve in Philly, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, since uh, Michael Jordan's Space Jam movie came out, the uh, website in 1996 has been the exact same, and it's still up and running. And what is it, SpaceJam.com? Yep, SpaceJam.com. Nothing about it has changed? So the two websites that haven't changed since 96, Space Jam and Drudge Report, look exactly the same as they did in 96. Here is... Uh, here's Eric. Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Man, watching Jordan in the 90s, I mean, absolutely unbelievable. But one, one thing I always heard, and it's difficult to confirm just based on how do you search for it online, but I always heard with Jordan's nickname being Air Jordan, that he had worked out a deal with Nike where he made money on every pair of Nikes that said Air on the back and still continues to to this day. So it's not just the Jordan. That helped him build up his wealth. It's every pair of Nikes. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, you know, then you find out that those shoes are put together through slave labor, and none of that shit has ever kind of uh, st- stuck to him. Griffin, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, 93, people forget about Jordan won the second championship, and then he just retired and played baseball. Boy, was he a lousy baseball player. I used to see him play. Yeah, I saw him play in spring training, and I went out to see him play minor leagues, and he fucking swung like a rusty gate. I mean, he was just terrible. But that was always the thing, that he had to go do that to dodge some gambling thing or whatever. And then when he came back to the Bulls, he was amazing again, and everybody re-loved him. But, you know, when people are talking about, oh, there was nobody like him. Magic was just playing right before him. He was a fucking fabulous player to pl- watch play. Bird was uh, playing. The way Kobe came on when he was a kid. It's not like you were looking at a guy that was so much better than that, even if you're going to give him a couple ticks above. To have one guy a billionaire, it's still mind-blowing. I wonder if that billionaire news is something that even affects Michael Jordan like, hey, I did it. I made the billionaires list. Or is there just so much because money Because here's there? the thing. It isn't about money. He just lives in a different world. No one knows how he reacts to anything because he's like Prince. You know what I mean? He has lived in the Jordan world for so long that he doesn't come back and communicate. And he does get pissed off over things that you wouldn't think uh, bother him. There's a thing where he and Barkley were close but Barkley said, oh, he's not a good owner or whatever. And that was it. Michael Jordan just ended him. You know what I mean? He lives in that Elvis, uh, Prince thing where it be- Dylan, where it just becomes ridiculous. Like no one really knows what's going on with him. Um, here is uh, John, John in Florida. You're on the Ron and Fez show. How are we doing? Um, I just like to say Jordan was great. I think he was probably the most overrated athlete I've ever seen. If LeBron got one tenth the calls that Jordan got, forget about it. Uh, one more quick point: Larry Bird missed two free, free throws in 1986, and Dr. J made an awesome play and they won the game. But I think well, LeBron- you know, to go back to make your point. Yeah, I would have to say that Michael is overrated just because they've given him superhuman stuff 
You know what I mean? They've given him places that they're not giving the Celtics when the Celtics won 11, almost twice as many championships as the Bull. Yet if, if, if you went out to people and say, name a basketball player, right? People are going to, um, if you did it in a, in a family feud style, people are going to say Michael Jordan, right? But they're not going to say Chamberlain. They're not going to say Dr. J. They're not going to say Magic. They're not going to say LeBron. It's crazy how much heat that he has gotten. And we're still looking for the next Fez Watley of sports. Uh, here's Chuck in North Carolina. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I hate to call you two times in one day, but I played softball and golf with uh, Michael Jordan's roommate in college, and you were talking about being him overrated. I saw him play in high school and in college. But they had an ACC all-star touring team that came to Asheville in our Civic Center, which only holds about 7,000 people. He wasn't even announced to be there till the last minute. And he played a pickup game with four guys on his team and on the bench that were just Local players that were kind of played in the colleges around. What year was this, Chuck? This is probably 82. He just came out of college. Ronnie, he dropped 52 on the ACC All-Star team, and he wasn't even playing hard. I have never seen anybody in a pickup game like that that could play like that. Now, they kept him in control in college, and, you know, organized ball in the NBA is one thing. But if you ever saw this guy play in a pickup game, it was unreal. Unreal. I love to say it. That's why I went back to you. I was glad to hear that story. Thanks. Okay, man. Uh, that's the kind of shit that, you know, that's the kind of shit that does become legendary. Hey, Gina, what's on? Hi. I feel funny now because I'm kind of off topic, but. <laughs> you can be off topic, honey. I'm sorry. How are you guys? Good? Yeah. Um, happy Cake One Day, by the way. Um, I know I've called, well, I've been a listener for 15 years, and I know the dynamic has changed in the show, so I wanted to ask this. As a kind of a girl talking to his, you know, her, her buddy, like now I watch the WWE and I'm ex- think that Roman Reigns is just the hottest, hottest guy I've ever seen. What do you think? I mean, do you look now and you go like, that's kind of a hottie or, or not really? Because you kind of separate those two things. No, I don't separate them. I, yeah, I yeah, see, nice. <laughs> I see really good looking men that they're bringing into the WWE. Right. Okay. It, thank you. But that's not that different, is it? Um, well, I, he's a your whole specimen. life. Oh, no, no. I always see attract. If I see a guy who's attractive, it doesn't matter what he's doing. No, what I'm trying to say to you is they haven't veered away from what they've done for years with that. They've always oh. wanted to have, you know, kind of sex symbols in the ring. Right. But how come this Roman Reigns isn't getting over? Uh, he's got the look. He's got the look, but he doesn't have the head for the wrestling yeah, fans. Well, help us. Sure. He, yeah, he's not great on the stick. A lot of those guys aren't. And they need managers. They've done away with the manager role but, in pro wrestling. We all know that. But a lot of those guys aren't good on the stick and get put over by the audience. There's no guy out there who I'd say, oh, he's good. Or he's one of no, the best of all time. No, that's not true. I mean, even even Seth Rollins with his annoying, awful voice is still much better on the stick than Roman Reigns. I know, I, I, I would agree with that, but, but there's nobody that uh, that's in that game today that's in the not only the top 25 of all time, not even the top 50 of all time. There's no one who's really good at it anymore. There's no I one. I think Cena's still good. 
the scene is awful. The Thank only, you. The only person that lights up an arena and this is dimming is Daniel Bryan. And but, then even when he has nothing to do with stick work. No, no, that's just his entrance and his his ring work. But he's just as bad on the mic. There's nobody like The Rock that can light up the arena by cutting a promo. There's no one as good as Heartbreak Kid out there that can do a promo. There's no one as good as Macho Man. There's no one who's as good as Flair. There's no one who's even as good as Hogan. I mean, we could go on and on and on. But those guys just aren't good at that part of it. That's why last night at the Prudential Center, the crowd exploded because Paul Heyman was coming out. He wasn't going to do anything but talk, and people love that. He looks like he's about to explode, Paul Heyman. I think Roman Reigns, it doesn't matter. I think that he's really getting, like, a lot of attention from women. And I think, like, I look at him and I don't care how he talks, quite frankly. And usually I do. But like even though he like tripped over his words last night, I was I, I'm still mesmerized by him. I've he's never a, seen anyone. He's a pretty like dumb dumb for you. He's a very pretty dumb dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big stupid boy. Which is fine. I like yeah. big stupid boys because I can just you know break them in half. But even Roman Reigns, even Roman. Well, I just uh, wanted your opinion, Fezzi. Yeah, I want to do like girlfriend talk with you every once in a while. I think it's yeah, a good and, idea. and Roman Reigns I th- with the fake contact lenses that kind of <laughs> takes me off of his look. No, I think he's really true because that's. Pushes me over. Those aren't fake. Those are not his eyes. He's yes, wearing he he's wearing no. contact lenses to look a little bit more uh, different from everyone else in his family that's in wrestling. Those are I contact think, lenses. Isn't that so. dangerous to wrestle with? I face? would think so. I mean, they've done it before with some of the you know more goth characters. But says, I've looked at pictures of him from when he was young, and he has light eyes. I'm telling you, those are his eyes. I, th- I think I think they're contact lenses. Right, we got to get to the bottom of it. All right, thanks, Jim. I know. I think we do. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Uh, Dan, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. All right. So, uh, Michael Sam is the next Fez Wally of sports. Because he's gay? No, because they haven't contributed anything to the team before after they came out. All right, yeah, so I guess he is. What did he say? I missed it. He doesn't contribute anything. You don't feel like you contribute? No. I'm probably wrong about the contact lenses. Second guessing yourself, huh? Yeah. You will sit for a while in front of that mic. It's amazing. Why can't think you? of anything. Yes. No. The yeah. job Shelby's done today on this board. Then he laughs at you. Yeah. You TikTok. TikTok. Do you think you've given him a? Do you think he's done a good job? Oh no, he's awful. Um, John in, in Cape Town, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey Ron, you know, even though the audio sucks, this new studio I think is is the answer. I mean, Fez is involved. He's he's right on it. I mean. He sounded great today. He can't get away. This is a tiny studio, and me and him are sitting right next to each other, which we've never done before. Uh, other people are down the hall in the old control room, and it's forcing you to be involved. And when you're forced, Fezzi, you'll do it. You know what I mean? You will fire that machine gun if you're just sitting here with no one else. But if not, you're going to be like that guy 
uh, and save a private Ryan that just cried on the other side of the wall. You don't want to be that guy. Stand up straight. Go out big. Jimmy, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Sup, cousins? Hey. Yeah, uh, statistically, I think Gretzky was more dominant than any other sports player in all the uh, major sports in his, uh, you know, respected sport. He uh, had more goals, maybe not championships. I mean, when your nickname is the great one, it's pretty fucking amazing. But remember, Gretzky was peaking about the same time as Jordan. Um, And then you had Bo Jackson in football and baseball which was pretty fucking bizarre when you think about it, you know? Yeah, Bo Jackson was crazy, too. I mean, We had, we had really giant, bigger-than-life stars in those days. Now we have LeBron. But well, do we even have one football star that feels like they're bigger than life? Even if you look at Brady or Peyton, they don't do a lot of commercials, and if they were walking down the street, people wouldn't be going crazy. Brady could... Yeah. Be that, I guess, if he wanted to, he's got the supermodel wife. He's got all the money, all the titles. He could be. He could put he's, on a mink coat and look like Joe Namath. But but there is something to personality and charisma. You know what I mean? Like he has all the opportunities. Like you said, the things are there on paper. But he's not bigger than life. No. No, I don't think. I think probably the closest is Peyton. No way. Showing up in any and every other commercial. And that's only during football season. It's not yeah. much. But he doesn't have the heat that, let's say, um, uh, with the, the, um, Richard, what's his name with, the, with the Seahawks? Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is a guy who I think would, you know, light up the papers. Nobody reprints anything that Peyton had to say. Um, there's no man about town. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I know. Uh, here's uh, Jeff in Seattle. Hey, gang. How you doing? Well, we live in a time where we don't have a man about town. That's for sure. Not in the NFL. There's, uh, there's no young gentleman to call her who's out there. Which is a terrible shame. Hey, guys, yeah. I wanted to talk about one thing. Jordan has made a fuck ton of cash. It kind of makes sense, right? The guy's been around forever. He's done a gazillion things, had a lot yeah. of endorsements. One guy who's made a scat of cash and nobody really knows about very much is the guy Notch. He's the creator of Minecraft. He made this thing in his room, right? Uh, a couple friends. He just sold it to Microsoft like uh, eight months ago, a year ago, for a, a, over a billion and a half dollars. The guy is made What's for What's he going to do with his billion and a half now? He bought a $900 million home. He's like, I'm not used to this kind of stuff, but I guess I'll try it. It's huge. It's in uh, Beverly Hills. He doesn't have a $900 million home. He There's no he such bro. thing. He does. It's huge. And it overlooks all of Beverly Hills. I mean, I'm not. sure it's big, but if it was $200 million, I'm going to be shocked. Nine. Well, you know, when, when it gets to that size, when it gets to that expensive, I don't think that they just start tacking on more rooms, right? It's the amount of refinement and just like... Um, I don't uh, know because I I don't know... How big of a place now you want to go to his house, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's just super nice, and it's a location, too. It overlooks all of Beverly Hills. All right, I'm going to take a look at it. I don't know. You got to. I don't know whether you've seen Beverly Hills, but there's nothing to look over there. It's suburbia. <laughs> I mean, really if anything, point. you want to be looking over the city of Los Angeles. All right, there's maybe, maybe the house, 
Uh, and it is, it looks like it's up in the hills. Uh, there's no way it's 900 million. I mean, it's big, it's beautiful, it's fantastic. Well, it's sitting on a lot of property as well. Can you get a price on it, Fez? It said just pictures. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, you know, we don't have a man about town, but here's a lady of the night. It's our good friend Janice from Chicago. Oh, we don't have Janice. I, I love that you're shoulder to shoulder and so cool. We are shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> if we shoulder turn, to shoulder. Yeah. You know, that was such a fun era. That's the one time I really got into basketball when we had Michael Jordan. It was <laughs> and Oh, I'm also, sure you would be in a Chicago person. Shelby wants to give us the update. What's the house cost? Seventy million dollars. All right, so that's off by eight hundred and thirty million. From what the guy said. Now, $70 million is a lot of money, but it's not even the most expensive home in the world, is it? I don't know. I'm getting a lot of bad. This says the most expensive house in Beverly Hills. Okay. Uh, So go ahead, Janice. It just seems like too much work. Who would want that much stuff to take care of? God. Oh, uh, Michael Jordan, he's also my example always about why I don't like professionals being in the Olympics, because he was an Olympian athlete to start with. (laughs) Yeah, but I did. I love the 92 basketball team. It was actually (laughs) one of the greatest summers of my life, and all I did was watch all those games in the USA. I felt, I now know how Hitler must have felt during the Blitzkrieg when he was just moving across (laughs) Europe. Because I felt like I was running it all from my easy chair. <laughs> you know what I felt like, Fez? Like I'm what? Man about town. <laughs> Janice, <laughs> thank you so much, honey. Okay, um, I'm glad. I was concerned yesterday. Yeah. Fez? <laughs> yeah, Fez just has to fart more. That's all they said. He can't <laughs> hold on to that gas. <laughs> so sorry, Fez. Yeah. I wish I could help you. I actually asked the man for his clipboard if I so I could start slapping Fez with it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right, peace. Andrew in Jersey, you're on the run of Fez show. Ronnie Boy, I got your man about town in the NFL. He goes by the name of Ronnie. The MAT, where's the mat today? What's that? Where is the mat? The man about town. I it's it's Gronkowski. He's taking pictures with porn stars. He's out drinking. He's got championship rings, and everybody loves him. Yeah, but it's all kind of sloppy. And I saw people getting angry, like, hey, look what he's doing since he won the thing. But he's he does that in every off season. He's just out enjoying himself. And what are you going to do about it? That's not man Corey. about town. That's frat boy. Well, who's a man about town to you? Yeah. Well, the the one I was uh, went back to was Joe Namath. Derek Jeter is a man about town. Seems like a New York centric thing, Fizz. Yeah, could be. Could be you need a town to be the man about it. You love New York. Oh yeah. You consider this your town? Inseparable. Sure. They ever just set early in the morning as the sun's coming up. Looking at the 59th Street Bridge. Uh, here's Corey in New Orleans. You're on the run of Fez show. Hi, buddies. Hey, buddy. 
I don't know if you guys realize this or not, just how big Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, and Gretzky were at that time. They were all on the same cartoon show together as superheroes saving the world using basketballs, hockey pucks, and baseball bats. Nobody thought pro- that it wasn't true. Yeah, it was called Pro Stars. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah, Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Gretzky joined the freaking Justice League. Yeah, we were like, you, yeah, you that makes that? sense. All right, uh, and then, you know, we had Clinton in the White House. He was a real man about town. Uh, Frank in Arkansas, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, guys. Uh, I think the interesting thing about Jordan's wealth is it really doesn't, the majority of it really isn't even in the Hornets deal. It's that he actually owns an equity stake in the Jordan brand that's owned by Nike. So as that value of that company increases and decreases, that's really where the majority of his wealth is found. He doesn't have a, you know, he doesn't just get a, a check every time they sell Nike Air stuff. It's, it's built into the equity. So he doesn't have a billion dollars of cash in the bank account. You know, it's all in his, his business network. It's really weird that no other sport has been able to leap into that in the same way. You know, even like with cross trainers. Um, it's it's very, very interesting. Yeah, it's um, amazing. Here is... Um, Here's Daniel in Vegas. Daniel. Hi, I just wanted to relate to Fez uh, about the sending your kid to war, either for ISIS or for U.S. military. I just wanted to relate to his heart there. He's a loving person, and he would miss his child if he was sending them anywhere, whether it was uh, military school or whether it was college or anywhere. And I just wanted to relate to that. Well, I think to miss a child, you'd have to have one at least first. I mean, that... The central premise of that doesn't make sense because he won't even have a boyfriend. Um, but he can relate to feeling lost. I don't know because he, he's never related to it. Uh, here's John in Tennessee. You're on the run of Fez. Hey, Fezzy, is O.J. Simpson the man about town? He was at a point. He was at all the parties. He had ladies on his arm. But then when he started, when he murdered his ex-wife, yeah, that kind of took all the uh, uh, man out of town-ish out of it. Man out of town or about town? About town. Because a man out of town is on vacation? Well, he was out of town um, after he um, uh, allegedly uh, killed the people. Only allegedly. <laughs> way, to, way to protect your ass. <laughs> Way to protect you, yeah, from a lawsuit because you know how many people he got after for admitting that he's a murderer. Fez Watley, do you consider yourself a man about town? No. Well, I thought your town was New York. You two were inseparable. Yeah, I guess I'm just not about it. What would you say about yourself then? I'm barely a man about my apartment. So. What's the, why are you putting yourself down? What's know. happening, Fez? I don't, what I just, don't what don't just, we know? I don't know. Aren't I'm we just, having a ball here today? Yeah. I mean, you did your one controversial. <laughs> there's no difference between the U.S. military and ISIS, and the fucking listeners wouldn't even bite. They knew that you were making that up. Stop hitting the leg. What's going on? Stand up for a second. I'm Talk just really me. nervous. What's to be nervous about? I don't I don't know. I'm just having panic attacks. Today. Haven't we have been having a ball in here for the last two and a half? Uh-huh. We got a half hour more to do. Drown and Fez again.
You haven't had any panic attacks today, have you? You have one out in the hall. Uh, Mikey D said, uh, Jeffrey Gurian is the man about town. Shelbo's having, uh, well, Shelbo is having a weird day today too, right? New fresh board? You haven't jumped in at all? Just uh, learning all the knobs here. Yeah. Then you pointed at your penis. Charlie, you're on the run of Fez show. I think what Fezzi's trying to say is Elvis Costello, man out of time. The biggest wheel spin in the still love the man out of time? Who played sax on that album, Fez? I have no idea. Come on. I'll give my standard answer, David Sanborn. Uh, that was a trick question. Nobody played sax on oh. that album. Uh, please, uh, Flats is having his third and final surgery tomorrow. Uh, and hopes to be home by March 15th. And he says this, listening to your show has really helped me get through this. Well, I not only speak for myself, but I speak for Fez when I say we love you, Flathead. Now, can you admit that you love Flats? I don't love Flathead, but I do feel really bad that he has to have a third surgery. As a way to celebrate. Me and him doing bumps together? No. He's a man about town, by the way. When you're out with that motherfucker, bring a change of underwear because you're going to be out a while. Make that eye contact, Fez. Be in the moment. Don't look uh-huh. away. Be in the moment. Look at me. Look at Shelby. Know that you're with human what? Beans. Don't answer all my... Questions? Well, it's not a question oh. if you do that. It's a fill in the blank, right? Yeah. You should answer the questions, but you don't want to answer every time I do the fill in the blank. Yeah, because that makes you sound like a idiot. No, it doesn't make you sound like an idiot. You want it. Uh, Brian, chicken in the car and the car won't go. Hey, um, so kind of like how Michael Jordan has Nike. Uh, LeBron now has the Beats headphones, and uh, I got the inside scoop. The next commercial they're doing, LeBron's going to be listening to uh, It Makes Me Fez. That's the theme song they're going with. Is that so true, Fez? To practice. If it's true, no one has contacted me on it. Jay, you're on the run of Fez show. Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Dogsies? Hey, Dogsy. You're doing great on the radio today, man. We love you. Keep up the good work. But uh, I just wanted to say, Cam Ron, the rapper of the Diplomats from Harlem, he's about it, about it. Got nothing to say back to him? Nope. Meat face. Yeah, it sounds like you're really uh, pissing Fez off there, Ron. I know I know. Fez wants to tell you to get off his dick. So just say it. Hey, Fez. Uh, no, don't... Start your fucking shit. But can God, I tell you something? I hate these people. But I want you to say, I want you to know something. God damn it. Anytime you want to tell me to get off your dick or stop fucking with you, I will. Just tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you that. You're just trying to help me. But it's still, I mean, it's okay for one friend to say that to another. I'll ask Shelby. Shelby, you think I'm on Fez's dick today? You're a little on his dick today. I didn't notice that, Fez. Where are you coming out with that? 
I'm not saying it. Shelby no, but is. Shelby's your boy. You and no. Him run, you and them run together all the time. Splash Brothers. Don't even speak. How come you guys call yourself the Splash Brothers? Uh, you'll have to ask Shelby that because I don't call us the Splash You're Brothers. You're not making eye contact, though, and that's weirding me out a little bit. What is the problem with eye contact? I don't I just. I don't know. Just look at me now. Just two guys looking at each other when they're having a conversation. It's just uh, makes me nervous. Because I can't. If you think I'm on your dick a little bit, just say so. I don't think you're on my dick. My busting balls? No. You know what to do, Fuzzy, when I get like that? Just give me a fucking slap right there across the forehead. Why would I do that? I thank you for it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I need to be fucking taken down off of my high horse, too. You know? You were nice enough to go to the doctor with me yesterday. I forgot to the problem. Which wasn't an emergency. Tell you, because you were acting like you were having a heart attack and you said you didn't want to die. So I went to the doctor with you. It felt like that. And we found out that you don't fart enough. That you have gas built up. And he says you're too shy. You need to let it go. And you don't know how to burp. No, I have no idea how to burp. <sighs> Shelby, burp. Everybody can burp. I can't. Now I'm just gagging. How do you get through life never burping? Do you sometimes burp and you don't even know you're going to do it? Wait, yeah. let me get this straight. Am I on your dick right now? Is that it? No. This burping thing. If I cross the line, just fucking say so because I'm picking up on a lot here. A lot of times I'll hiccup. But I'll never burp. Yeah, hiccup doesn't help you with the gas, I don't think. Not that I want to be on your fucking dick, Fezzy. If that's where you're coming from with that. No. Uh, Dan, in Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to point out something. I'm not a uh, professional here, but I think uh, Fezzy is suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. There is a version of that that I think could be true. You know, Fez? What is that again? You're basically saying that I'm on your dick, but you're acting like I'm not on your dick. You know what I mean? I guess so. I don't under... Never mind. Go ahead and say it. I don't understand how that's a syndrome, a medical thing. You've never heard of Stockholm Syndrome when people start... I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. It's when people start to identify with their kidnappers. Oh, I thought that was the one where the mother poisons the kid so that she uh, can look like the hero. No, that's the proxy one that you used to accuse somebody of all the time. Uh, Austin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, boys? How are hey, you today? What's up? Hey, man, I was just wondering, uh, you know, with Fez and the Shelby thing, man, is it like, Fez, you hate Shelby because you can, like, tell that little cocksucker's trying to steal your job? Like, he, I don't think he hates Shelby. I think he sees a lot of himself in Shelby. Uh, the odd thing is, Shelby does a lot of things I do, but 30 years earlier. Like you so were done 30 years ago? No, he's he didn't have any of the years where I was, before I was mental. He's just starting mental. <laughs> Jason, you're on the Running Face Show. Yeah, Ronnie. I think this is a setup. I think this is your lucky day. I, I think that Fez actually set this up so you're sitting right next to him so he can shank you in the liver like a like oh, is that what that's going to be, Bob Fezzy? 
No. Because I'll fucking take that blade off you and stick it up your ass. Is that Don't. it? This is Don't. fucking set up? Have you been sharpening a goddamn uh, toothbrush all this time so you can stick it in my juggler? That is not the plan. That's me making stuff up, Fezzy. I doubt that you'd fucking stab me, but you had the opportunity if you want to. Go ahead and fucking stab me if I got it coming. No, you know what? Maybe, maybe you stabbing me is the weak, that fucking wake-up call that I need right now. Got my throat, Fezzy. Go ahead. Look, I got my... No, put up. your throat away. I got my fucking throat out where you can slice it. Put it back. Go ahead. You got every right. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Man to man and you'll give a straight answer? I'll do my best. Did you shit yourself today? No. Because this fucking room smells bad. How much time we got left? We that got could 14. be why I don't. Uh, try not to fart. We got 14 minutes left, right? Yeah. Me and Shelby are leaving. No. I want you to have 14 minutes. I'd rather you didn't. But here's the thing. I want you to take 14 minutes and tell the audience the truth about me. That you'd love to shank me, but you're worried I'd fucking take it out of your hand and stick it up your ass. Is that it? No. Who would you like to tell them then? I, I don't have anything to tell them. Will you be able to tell them when Shelby and I get out of the way? No. Go ahead, Fuzzy. I don't have anything. Dave, you're on the run of Fez show. Two things, sir. Uh, firstly, uh, Munchausen syndrome is the word. Uh, My proxy. Okay. Uh, uh, something about Shelby. Uh, I'm a longtime fan and listener of the show, and I always thought that Shelby was a funny on-air personality, and it seems to me like I've seen Shelby get shut down and kind of relegated to operating the boards and whatnot because Fez gets threatened every time he gets any on-air on heat, and that's it's kind of frustrating to watch that unfold. Well, most of Shelby's problems are off-air, not on-air. Shelby wanted to be on the board. He right. wanted to I'm train the interns. He wanted to be a casual observer. That that's the way it, it, it seems to to have uh, transpired. I could be wrong. I think you're just trying to fire Fez up. Stefan, you're on the run of Fez show. Gentlemen, good afternoon. My name is Stefan. I'm a business analyst, consultant, and U.S. Marine veteran. And, uh, you know, I'm listening to all these haters and snakes on the grass, and it's fucking making me sick. You know what? They're fucking on your dick because they don't have one to grab themselves. If I had a mic in my hand, I'd fucking smash it over their fucking face. So what are you, so what are you, what are you saying? So what I'm saying is basically um, I created a, a mini EP last night for these fucking snakes in the grass. No lyrics. You can enter your own lyrics in there and fucking just rip on them at will. Right. How can we get this, Stefan? I will email it to you uh, after you guys get off the air. It's about 25 minutes long, so it's not, you know, too much. But, hey, it's self-explanatory. It's pretty uh, ridiculous that people are just judging on here all the time. And, um, you know, it's, it's really getting old. All right. Peace, dude. Wait. A lot of people coming to your side today, Fuzz. I wasn't sure what he meant with the snakes in the grass, but. He's basically saying I'm on your dick so much you can't even fucking, you can't even take a piss. That's what he's saying. Piss and I got no trouble with. It's the other bodily functions I'm not pulling off. Um, Adam in Virginia, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, buddy? 
Hey, I just want to ask Shelby, how many times, since we're talking about sports, how many times has he lied to a girl telling her he's a jockey and a failed over-the-coat tit grab? Go ahead. Say it if you need to. That's the only way I get those over-the-coat tit grabs. Getting some over-the-coat tit. Loving the over-the-coat tit. That could be good for us to put in that thing. Looks like this is all the guys that are gathering around trying to get in after us. We must be freaking them out that we're in their studio today. I've seen studio today. peeking yeah. through windows and the door and everything else. It's like when uh, they were on the MLB network and fucking Chris was walking around so much outside, they had to ask him to stop. Uh, here's somebody in Canada, but I don't have your name. You're on the Ronnie Fez Show. It's Mike in Canada, Ronnie B. You sound great. Hey, Fezzy, we can hear it in your voice, man. You're pissed off at Ron. I think it comes out in panic attacks. You got to get it out, man. Tell him to get off. Get it out, bro. I got no problem. I got nothing to get out. Tell me whatever you need to tell me. It's This is just shit stirrers calling. No, but I'm going to say this right now. They're making up stuff in their own fucking heads to try to get me upset. You know what? I am not, you know, the best guy in the world. Women have no problem ever pointing it out to me. You need to say something, Fez? Just fucking say it. I can take it. I love you, and I have nothing bad to say about you. I'm not going to fucking take that, though. You crossed the line with that shit. Because that makes me sound like the worst thing you can call a man. I.e., and I hate to say this, in case there's any children listening, a gay. So, turn it back up, or if you, please put your children out of the room. But I came off sounding like I was a gay. Gay is not a bad word. Some of the kids might have come back into the room, and I don't want them to hear it. Joey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, you ever yeah. try uh, flipping a Fezzy on your shoulder like an infant and burping him a little bit after eating? I was bread? actually doing that with him yesterday in front of the uh, doctor. I was going like this. Now, the, would this work? And I was leaning him up, patting him on the back, right? And you ever yeah, see a fucking doctor a with a, a sense bit? of humor? Because they don't exist. This fucking guy looks at me like I'm a lunatic while I'm trying to burp Fez. And I think it's funny. And then I go like this. Oh, shit. I thought I was burping him. Now look at us. We're nuts to nuts. And he's like this. Um, and what was he calling? It's, he wasn't even saying farting. He was saying something else fucking ridiculous. The GERD word? I don't know what the hell that even means, the GERD word. It's it's an acronym, and now I can't. It's like gastro and uh, something. Reflux. Whatever he was saying, you don't fucking fart enough. Yeah. Or burp enough. Which, embarrassingly, I thought was my fault. But you know what? Maybe it is my fault. You know, Fez, if you got something you got to fucking say, just say it to me. I've never been able to burp. That's nothing that... that no, but I mean something bad about me. I'll just take it. You know? I have nothing bad to say. You know what? Give me a fucking smack across the face right now. Why would I do that? As a way of saying, look, I'm not taking this shit anymore. I can't put up with it. Believe me, it ain't going to bother me. I would feel awful doing that. I've been hit before. Um, Steve, Utah, you're on the run of Fez show. Steve, well, this isn't working on again. Stevie. Yeah, if you uh, drink a soda really fast, it will force you to burp. But I just want to make sure I heard this right. Fez thought he was getting having a heart attack, and you took him in, and he he can't burp or fart. Right, and he had high gas, the guy said. Which, by the way, we had to run test over test over test. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking sitting in there, 
And when I hear that from the guy, I thought he was nuts. Because when I when I heard from you, you thought it was the big one. Yeah, I mean, it really, really hurt that right there where all my heart attacks hurt. Here's the fucking funny thing. I've gotten so many heart attack calls from Fez. So normally if you would think if someone your friend says, I'm having a heart attack, you would be like, um, oh my God, you know, you'd be freaked out. I mean, it's a scary thing to hear. But this has happened so many times that I said to Fez, all right, let me finish my sandwich and watch the end of this movie. And I'll take you over to the hospital. Because it just felt like your heart attacks are very slow. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have a massive heart attack. Yeah, I never just drop and keel over. You wouldn't even have to do that if you can't fart. Uh, Here's our buddy Andy in Cleveland. Hey, Andy. Hey, guys. Happy K-Corn Day. Happy K-Corn. Hey, uh, listen, I have a note here from Fez's doctor, actually. Several. Notes. Yeah, please. And uh, when you put them when you put them together, yeah. they all sound like says let it out. Please for the show. Just let the gas flow. Fez, it's time to cut a gasser. What the hell? Just let one fly. Don't worry about the putrid smell. Just blame it on Jim Norton, who can tell? If it's his stench or it's yours. Yeah. Happy Corn. Happy Corn, buddy. He could have just gone into the song he didn't need to do. I have several notes from Fez's doctor. That's actually pretty good. It put all the notes together. It was cute. Got it? Because, you know, like song notes. Mm-hmm. You don't like it, Fez. Go ahead and give me a smack. Go Why ahead. would I smack you about his song and because, his setup? you know what? I bet you'd feel uh, terrific. I would feel awful. I think you'd feel fantastic about yourself. Corey, you're on the run of Fez show. I don't know how I'm going to follow that song, but I don't know if that adds to the advice show. I think, Fez, you just need to accept the fact that you're already dead. Once you accept the fact that you're already dead, then you can just let everything go and not care so much or worry about shit. And you just freaking relax, dude. Do your show. Say whatever you got to say. Who cares if you're, you're wrong? You're the walking dead, dead for real, Fez. We yeah, all are. I should just be dead. I understand. No, no we're I'm all not dead. Saying to die. What I'm saying. saying accept death, dude. Accept death, man. They ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm hanging up. See you guys. You understand? It's a very like zen-like thing that he's telling you. No, Lose. all I heard it was him telling me I should be dead. He's saying you are dead, and I'm dead, and Shelby's dead. That's weird. It isn't weird. It's fine. It's the way it is. It's already happened. Your death sentence started the moment you were born. By the way, those fucking guys, those short-haired uh, sports-looking guys, are just walking around looking freaked out that we're in here. But Maybe we they would, heard about me trying to fart. No, but we would feel the same way if we showed up and five minutes before we were supposed to go on, some strange fucking show was in there. We wouldn't even have time to set up. We have no idea how long they're going to be. Nobody has said anything. Well, we know. They know we're going, but now they only have five minutes before their mm-hmm. show starts. Although I don't, I want to kill all these... Uh, Need to break one more time before end of the show. This is the end of the show. When did that come up? That, I think that was written, but yeah, we're good. We don't need to. Why wouldn't he have taken it down then? Is he talking in your ear? No, yeah, we don't need a break again. 
So does that change when we break at the end of the show? No, we're out at the same regular time. What time? Why don't you just say it? Uh, any any time. We can we. No, it's not any no, time. I mean, People no. have to be in here. Satellite will play in two minutes. So what you're looking at is two fifty. Yes, it's not any time. It's a big difference between the two. Um, because let me ask you this: about you, you're ashamed to fart. Yeah, I get. I'm embarrassed by it. Um, how about your dad? Was he ashamed to fart? Oh no, no. He fart a lot. All your the brothers. Time. Uh, yeah. So you're a girl. You're a girl that you're ashamed to fart. <sighs> Maybe you poop. Maybe you don't fart. Maybe you just poot a little bit. Poot sounds like there's going to be something attached to it more than just gas. What's that? Like it's going to be semi-solid. Poot, you, sa- poot sounds like you're going to shit yourself. Yeah. Look at those guys. They're fucking panicking. Well, Fezzi, you want to take the last minute on your own? Just one minute. 60 seconds. No, I'd rather not. Off you go. No. 60 seconds. Do it for me. Um, Bennington is going to be uh, this Friday on Opie Radio starting at 7 a.m. That's Sirius 206 XM 103. Here's the thing. Don't live read it. Say it. Who's going to be on the, Who's going to be on that show, Bennington? It's going to be Ron Bennington and Gail Bennington. And what's the joke there? Uh, no relation. Right. So what I'm saying is talk. Don't do live reads. Uh-huh. Talk like a fella. You only got 30 seconds left to talk. Um. Enjoy your cake horn day, everyone. One year ago today. It's interesting now. Some people that have sent in photos, it's sometimes they go with more the horn part of it, more the cake part of it. But no matter what you're doing, enjoy your cake horn anniversary. Got 10 more seconds, Fez. That's it for the Ron and Fez show. Uh, not sure what studio we will be in tomorrow. Uh, most likely, it is not going to be the um, regular studio. See you guys later. Good day.